0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to CORE. This is CORE, talking video games and all the stuff around it. My name is Scott Johnson, and I'm here with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger. I called you Shorts. I meant Schwartz. Uh, hey, and look. Bo Schwartz. We're going <laughs> to... be the first time. We got a big show today, including, uh, you know, Bo Schwartz have been very busy the last week and a half, trying to uh, attain something. He oh, attained it. very dirty. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get to all of that, and we're going to understand it better soon. However... I want to start things off today by sharing the results of a poll that I ran today. Well, yesterday, I guess. Uh, this is what I did. We'll just say this week. Favorite JRPG ever made was the topic. All right, and people were encouraged to put ones in there they didn't see. So if there was one not on the list, they were they were you know they could go and add theirs to the list. Which is tons of you did this. All right, but I don't wow. want to shock anyone. Number one. With 14.7% of the overall vote. Final Fantasy VII. Sorry, John.
1: (laughs) Uh, They're wrong. Like, it's fine. People are wrong about things all the time. Like, just look at the internet. It's full of wrong information. And here's... Hang on. Here's a bunch <laughs> of wrong people again.
2: They're wrong about what their all-time favorite is. Not it's not the best RPG. The question I'm seeing here is, what's your all-time favorite? It might be a problem with the question, John. Mm,
0: well, that's the a question, good point. The question, actually, is,
1: that's that's fair. Right? I think I think Bo really has nailed something because what I would challenge anybody who says Final Fantasy VII to do, yeah, is explain to me why it should be considered the best jrpg without leaning into nostalgia mm. or talking about the property in general like just talk about the actual game itself
0: that game um, um,
1: but that's not what the question is Bo no. pointed out that's not the question and this question as written lives in nostalgia town which is where all those it's Final Fantasy VII bad. fans live. So that, maybe I get where the outcome it came It makes
2: from. me cry when I think about the game. That's why I like you it. You love it. It's your favorite. You voted this way. Touched right? me. For me, it touched me emotionally. Chrono Trigger was also quite good, though. It's um, it's, mm-hmm. it's weird saying one is better than the other. I really like Chrono Trigger. Well, you've well, mentioned
0: but- the uh, runner-up at 13.04%, about a percentage difference uh, Chrono Trigger, right up there. And these are two... Yeah. These two got the most votes uh, by double compared to anything be- behind it. Um, so don't feel bad. Both of your favorite... Yeah,
1: they did, they did really, really well. The, yeah. the one I'm sad about maybe, and it got... Uh, it got third place. Yeah. Is Final Fantasy 6, which I think so far of the ones I've played uh, of those old Final Fantasy games is the best one. Yeah. Um, so I'm surprised that six. I mean, it's in third places. Like complaining about a bronze medal show.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh. especially when this list <laughs> so. has this list has I don't know a hundred and something of these. So there's a lot on here. So doing third is pretty good. But I am also uh, a little I surprised. Know about the weird ones. I'm just surprised because Final Fantasy VI is often at the top of lists for, you know, like a games journalist will do their greatest JRPGs of all time, and that is almost always number one. Once in a while, Chrono Trigger or Seven will beat it, but most of the time, Final Fantasy VI ev- even edges those out.
1: And, I'm going to tell you that if you are trying to be objective yeah. and not getting in your feelings about when I was a kid and I played the game and it made me so sad, like, when no. if you are just looking at the game and the gameplay and the art and the whole package as it was, and you're trying to be objective, Final Fantasy VI is better than uh, Seven.
2: <laughs> no, I, I don't agree with that. No,
0: what well, give us I
2: think okay, both re- quite good, but I think re- Seven, definitely rebuttal,
0: but rebuttal, Bo, how would you rebut this in a, in a debate on stage? Because
2: Because, like, the game 7 is just, like, way more ambitious than 6 in terms of... No, I don't think so.
1: 6 is attempting to be an open-world game before open-world games even existed.
2: Hmm. Like, it's
1: non-linear in a time where almost every game was being linear. Like, you can tackle the dragons... Uh early you can encounter them in a at a point I mean, when they I just would wreck you. S- There's mm. an entire second world. You go through seeing the entire world and you're like, oh, this is great. This is amazing. And then the world literally gets destroyed and you get a whole map all over again. I think it's yeah, it, that's mega pretty good. ambitious.
2: I mean, before seven came out, six would have been the answer. But then seven came out.
0: So would you still so. put so you'd say seven then six bow is your order? Yeah. 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 Then For chrono sure. trigger or something else?
2: I just feel like Emotionally, like, storytelling, that's when Square really sort of... Like, there was always good storytelling, but when it really sort of... At the time, they took a game that looked one way, and, like, you know, all the talk was, like, they spent millions of dollars, probably laughable amount of budget nowadays, but, like... And it's on three discs, and, like, they amped up, like, the graphics and the emotionality of the story, like, tenfold, Mm. you know? Mm. And... To me, that's you know, and they never really hit that high note again, unfortunately, as high as that. Like, I, I have other Final Fantasies I like, I quite like 13 to be honest, but um it's you know, uh, Seven was is just the high note, and certainly the remake has like out has successfully so far outdone itself. I really like the remake.
1: I'll too. say this: I think seven remake has the potential if if it maintains its quality across the next two games, yeah. Uh to be one of, if not my favorite, Final Fantasy.
2: Oh my gosh, of it's all just, time. Damn. I guess what it is, is like, I think about the mem- how memorable they are. Like, I played lots of Final Fantasy three and thought it was amazing. I remember, I remember there's a bad guy named Kafka. I remember Sabin has combo inputs <laughs> for the moves. I barely remember anything about that, but Seven has, like, stuck with me all my life. Like, I didn't need Remake to remember a lot of the things that touched me about that game. I think that's where I'd, why I'd lean that way.
1: And again, I'm not trying to dispute that because obviously that's how Bo feels. And it's a lot of it is feelings. But again, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I don't th- I think the reason six lives on these lists so high up is because I don't think you need to get into feelings to explain why six belongs there. Mm. Sure. Six I, is great. Six is great. So. Uh, I, and, and people are going to think I'm being harsh on seven. I actually really like Final Fantasy seven. Like I said, remake has the has the potential to really elevate it because remake is fixing what I think is maybe the biggest issues with seven, which is how it looks. Yeah, um, it has not aged well and uh, the script is not very good. Uh, 7 would benefit greatly from a retranslation. Yeah. Well,
0: um, I can tell you, though, after playing a little 7 here recently, the P- PS1 original, no remaster, no uh, no fancy mods or anything, and it, albeit it's on a little tiny screen that I'm playing it, okay? So to keep that in mind. It's not like television or anything. But um, there's a real charm, undeniable charm to 7 in its there's original form. There's
2: just something... You know, when you create, yeah, they talk about the creation of art and just sometimes everything, you don't, you can't explain why. I guess it can even happen to you as an individual. You can't explain why, but it all just comes together. Right. And it almost feels like something was channeled through you rather than you intended it for it to be that impactful or good or whatever. Sure. And Seven just feels like that to me. I'll like tell you kinda- one
1: thing that I think helped Seven achieve that. I think the soundtrack for Seven Precisely. is a masterpiece. It was Precisely. then, it is still now. Yeah. It's
0: arguably the best soundtrack to a video game in existence. Oh, to all video games. Wow, that's a broad statement. Wow.
2: it's extremely good. It, it is good. Like, not just like a good song or two. And this is in MIDI days when everything sounded like shit. It still was incredibly emotional. <laughs> like, now you listen to Remake and you're like, they got a whole full orchestra. It actually almost, the music, it's the same music. Some of it sounds worse than the simplicity of, you know, only having, like, whatever, 16 tracks of MIDI to work with because they kind of overdo it a little bit, I find, with the full-blown orchestra in the remake. Yeah. A little bit. I'm like, give me precisely the songs. It's fine, but I don't want too much artistic liberty to reinterpreting (laughs) these songs. I want them exactly as they were. Mm. Uh, The composer who did it. he was on wonderful drugs or had a wonderful spirit come and gift him (laughs) this music. It is by far the greatest soundtrack of all wonderful drugs.
0: I vote for wonderful drugs here. This let's finish out the top 10 final fantasy four or sorry. Six was third final fantasy. Uh, Oh, what is that? Uh, Four? Uh, wait,
1: did they put 14 in here? They did put fourteen in here, well, which that I don't work. think really qualifies
0: as what you, you were asking. You said turn based I turn would in. have,
1: I would turn have yeah.
0: voted for this Yeah. If it was. But I put turn not, based in the question. Even they, they got. Yeah, that's the okay, this remember
1: when I said people are wrong about a lot of things, Scott? Mm-hmm. They couldn't even answer your poll correctly. <laughs>
3: oh, so
2: now we're when, insulting our when, listeners. Great.
1: So yeah, uh, for all nineteen <laughs> of you that voted for it, like. This is what I mean when I say people can get real behind some wrong ideas. Sure. Like,
0: and then they vote with that wrong idea sometimes. I think they're, we're learning a real lesson here, actually, about voting. Yeah, not pay attention to words. the
2: question. That's for sure. Sorry, 19 people. Yeah, who sorry, there. you guys. Not turn-based. Although
1: uh, I agree with you. It would have been probably my vote if it was just, you know, RPG.
2: Well, okay, hang on. I, I've got to rush to the defense again rush, on the question. Uh, and this is ultimately, sorry, Scott, to be picking apart your question. Yeah, but yeah you no, said, it's really favorite,
1: Scott's fault.
2: Favorite turn based JRPG or JRPG like game, which <laughs> okay, really broadens <laughs> the category really- out.
0: The reason I did that is there are modern game there are modern indie games that would fit in that category that play like JRPGs, but they're made by a right. small team in Jersey. You know what I'm saying?
1: Scott sure. closed the door and then threw open the window.
2: Yeah. So I actually we have to I, I think we should issue a retraction on on our listeners and voters on that one because that question <laughs>
1: because yeah I, it's true interpretive... i don't know what jrpg like game means yeah,
2: We've already it just means that. anything japanese right, so i mean so i like should have amari or i i should have said favorite
0: movie. turn-based jrpg or fate or turn-based jrpg like game ever so i should have added this My favorite jrpg like what's game your was...
1: all-time <laughs> favorite turn-based rpg the only issue you've run into is that you've
2: labeled it JRPG, which they've already said they don't. even Maybe like turn-based the term over there. R- maybe turn-based RPG made in Japan.
1: No, but he wants American possibilities too. Yeah, I think so there's lots of good stuff. He put a qualifier on there; he just shouldn't have done.
0: Yeah, that Joey Madura or the Jim uh, Joe Joe Madura Joey Mads uh, thing. I Forgot the name of it. Yeah. That was a really cool turn-based JRPG inspired thing, but it was definitely not made in Japan by Japanese developers. So. I don't. Know. I was trying to broaden that out and see if we could get some indies that are cool. But I
2: think kind of the Japanese. I don't. I don't wanna speak for all Japanese, and I just heard it briefly, so I can't cite a source. But I remember reading somewhere, like maybe in Japan, they kind of hate that their games are labeled. Japanese. Yeah, that was or, Yoshi or, least... P. He said they don't. Like... Oh yeah, okay. There you go. Yeah, it's it, like the, they're just uh, making games, and we're all like, look at that. Weird Japanese. Yeah, game. we're putting
1: a qualifier like, <laughs> on there that for some they read as like
2: inferior.
1: Yeah, but know? we
0: don't read. We don't say J action games or J other games. We, we just don't. say JRPGs because that's the what we call their RPG stylings that have I now. Mean, become, we don't
2: call our games US RPGs,
0: right? Like, no, Western though. Yeah. We'll call them that you know, to yeah, just differentiate so, yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, right. yeah. So w- to me, WRPGs. Yeah. <laughs>
2: in Cincinnati. <laughs> Western RPGs are where
0: cowboys level up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> level up, level up. Anyway, it was a fun poll. My favorite are, uh, this one at about ninth where, um, by the way, there's almost entirely like square Enix owns this list. It's just huge. Dragon quest, final fantasy, all that stuff in here, final fantasy tactics, mm-hmm. other stuff they did, including obviously uh chrono trigger was a square joint. Um, but also a few Pokémons, couple of personas, and my favorite. Sorry, Scott, I've never played a JRPG or JRPG-like game.
2: <laughs> I, I've got I've got another favorite they in this know. list too, though, um, which is the brave soul who put Final Fantasy ten two. Oh,
0: <laughs> at the bottom. And like, no. I,
2: if there's one Final Fantasy regret not playing and want to play, it's that one. Mm. I don't know how, why or how it missed me. It sounded enticing. You just play as the girls in a girl band doing JRPG shit. That's my understanding. It could be completely wrong.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. And if that's your favorite JRPG ever, I want to know more. Please write it. Yeah, please, please.
0: please because that mm-hmm. first game, 10, not 10-2, but 10, made the top 10. And then 10-2 made the very second to the bottom thing. Yeah. Now, the only thing that did worse here was Dragon Quest six, which... I think was you only included, released. I included yeah, it. And the reason I did is I no played votes. a bit of it. And uh, I'll get into why I even touched it earlier. But it's a, it's probably the most, the best sounding and looking SNES game I've seen recently. Like, it really was, wow, holy crap. What was the deal here? And then I found out it was never released in the States until some DS release way later. So when it first came out in the 90s, it never even touched U.S. soil. was never localized. So I'm not surprised it's last because... It wasn't here until it was, and then by then nobody cared, I guess. But that game's pretty cool.
1: No, I'll tell you, there is one other crime on this. Oh no, nope, never mind. I f- I found it. Somebody, people did vote for it. I was oh. gonna say, it's a crime that nobody put Super Mario RPG on here, but it's there.
2: It's oh, got it's eight there.
0: votes. Yeah, it did all right. Uh, it's 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 up there. These all got pretty spread out. Like Lord of the Rings: Third Age, isn't that a? Yeah, there's, there's,
2: I mean, a, some of them are weird, right? Like. Is yeah, Lord of the Rings Third Age. Is that a JRPG? Like,
0: I guess it's JRPG, like maybe. I don't, I don't know. Fantasy Star Online Bluebirds,
2: so I don't know. So I'm like, I guess so.
0: I also I noticed these. So a bunch of people have been telling me to play these Suikidon, Suikidon, Suikidon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're <Sushio>. Those are <laughs> those are, I guess, those are uh, Konami joints that I've never heard of. So I played a bit of the first one and I th- think that game's pretty cool there's a yeah. the
1: second one is the one that most people will recommend but um it's supposed to be an incredible series
0: yeah and they're making re that's getting remastered on steam this year sometime yeah so that's cool i'm gonna keep my eye on that because i actually only played a little bit the combat in it is cool as hell and it's in these playstation the 2d playstation stuff underrated it's good stuff man you know, yeah. it wasn't all bogged down in bad polygons yet, and it, it's so it still looked good. But it looked like really good, high fidelity animation-wise, uh, 2D stuff, and it just looked great, except for some notable exceptions. There, the PlayStation version of, um, oh, what were the two I tried? Uh, oh, Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy seven. Uh, not seven. Sorry, what am I thinking of? Chrono Trigger and something else. Terrible on there.
1: Oh, Oh. Chrono Trigger, the PlayStation version of Chrono Trigger is an
0: abomination. It's an
1: abysmal piece of shit. It's one of of the worst ports of a video game ever made.
0: Yeah, I'd heard that prior to checking it out. It's 100% true what you've heard. It's bad. So remember when
1: uh, Square Enix put Chrono Trigger on Steam and Chrono Trigger started trending because it was like, oh my God, Square remembered Chrono Trigger was a property and they put it on Steam. And then everybody exploded because they put a mobile version of the game on Steam Mm -hmm. and Square had to apologize for it and uh, release a whole bunch of updates just to get people to forgive them. Well, I would take the original version of that over the PlayStation version. (laughs) Uh, It was... It it was not it was not good. The PlayStation version is garbage. There's no it's, reason it's for nearly it. Nearly unplayable garbage. At that, I agree. It's it was so a janky. Bad. It
0: was a janky mess. Uh, but I don't understand why. It could have been fine there. It should have been. It should have been great it there. Been.
1: If you want to play Chrono Trigger and you want to play the best version of Chrono Trigger, the best place to play it is the Nintendo DS version. It's currently. Until the, somebody realizes they like money and releases a Pixel remaster of it, uh, the Nintendo DS version is currently the best way to play Chrono Trigger.
0: I noticed no Chrono Cross was added to this. I've also been dabbling in that. Um,
1: Chrono Cross is not as
0: beloved.
1: I really like it. It's got an amazing soundtrack. It's got an amazing combat system uh, that I really, really like. But yeah, it's I like the weird. Yeah. And It's a it's people don't like the way it doesn't and they don't like the way it does
0: connect to chrono trigger Yeah, you know, those characters aren't the same and all that stuff but anyway there you have it the results of a poll to kick things off today i hope you enjoyed it everyone
1: Heated. No. i'm sure nobody will be mad that
0: oh I no no yeah called out no opinions here will it's be... not
1: like it was the one that won the poll or anything
0: no it'll all be fine yeah. oh listen to that That means that's ushering in uh, a new era of our top topic today. Uh, The Xbox Showcase stuff. We watched this, John and I, and did a co-stream of it. Bo was, uh, I think, still playing uh, Diablo 4. Yeah,
2: I had to miss it, unfortunately. Yeah,
0: we missed you. But uh, we were glad you were hard at work at this thing you were doing. Um, And don't worry, everybody. We're going to dive deep into that thing. I got so many questions. I have have mainly my question is surrounding the final three or four mobs you had to kill. Because, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't, talk about all of it. I couldn't believe that shit. Anyway, so Xbox the Showcase. If has
2: questions, get them ready too. We can. <laughs>
0: exactly. We watched it, we uh, saw it, and we went home. Uh, Starfield had their whole thing at the end, um, but there was other stuff during this. Avowed showed off more Fable, Like a Dragon sequel, which I didn't know was coming. That got announced. Although I think that was. Hold on. Like a Dragon was actually Game Fest, wasn't it?
1: No, I think it was the Xbox Showcase. Shit, I don't remember now.
0: Where was he naked on the beach and hiding his junk and stuff?
2: I think the Xbox Showcase. Oh, that that was the Xbox Showcase. I watched your co-stream, so... Um, during times where I wasn't streaming, the very relatively short amount of time I wasn't streaming, I was still playing Diablo, and I watched the co-stream
0: on the second. Okay, screen. so <sighs> I remember a... seeing it with you guys, like typical, like, typ- typical you know? E three fashion. These all jumble together. I don't it was your shit.
2: typical reaction to a Yakuza game, which we've done a couple times
0: now. And it's, like, it's pretty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you guys liked it. As I played as I a bit. Of, I played a bit of that first one this week. In fact, for not for the reason that this. It's a whole story. I'll get to that later. Anyway, Hellblade, Forts, all this stuff. They showed all their things. But really, the big thing to talk about here was its in-depth look at Starfield and a little bit of the controversy around it, but also, um, I don't know, just kind of our general feelings. Have, uh, John and I have had enough time after doing that together to think about it. Both saw, I assume, a bunch of that as well. Um, mm-hmm. My overall on Starfield is I couldn't be more excited and bring it on. Uh, let's go. Oh, uh, everything they showed just helped reinforce what I was already excited about. And really, I've I've zero uh, things to say about it that, that are in the complaint department. We'll get to the whole controversy around frame rate in a minute. But uh, I'm curious if John has changed his opinion at all. Because you went into that a little bit more skeptical than me at the time.
1: Yeah. yeah. So for people that uh, didn't watch us co-stream it, which that's fine. You probably wanted to hear the show and not us talking about food or whatever topics we decided to get into in the middle of it. Yeah. Um. I have been the resident skeptic as I usually am when it comes to uh, games. Cause I don't buy in easily on the hype like some people. <laughs> and uh, and as the, as the resident skeptic uh, I did not think Starfield looked very good. And so this was a chance to finally get to see more of it than kind of the quick trailers that we've seen. And I will say, um, The ironic thing is, is, uh, I'm very excited for it. Like I thought this was a great showing for this game. Um, it, it really showed me more about what the game was going to be, what I might want to do in it, which has been kind of my big concern with Starfield, uh, from, from the get go was it was like. Go to space. I can go to space in a lot of video games. Like there's a lot of space out there. Uh, You I need to know what I'm doing in space and why I'm out here. And this did a very good job of telling me exactly what I'm doing out there and why I'm out there and the cool things I can do while I'm in space. And so it got me very hyped. Uh, It also showed more of the shooting, which we have heard has been reworked. And I think that showed because previously I thought the combat looked boring as hell, and janky. Hmm. And I I don't think it looked like this is going to be the next great first-person shooter released, but I think it looked serviceable to where when you get in a gunfight, you're not going to be like, ugh, I got to do this now. Yeah. Like, it actually looked good. Um, I would say, if anything, is still a concern for me for this video game. Like, probably the easiest way to sum it all up is they showed so much... That sounds so exciting and so interesting that I'm worried that it's trying to do too much. Like there is a part of me that's looking at this and going, there's so much stuff they're doing in this game. It can't all be good, right? (laughs) Like some part of this is going to have to be awful. Mm. And, uh, you know, I hope that that is not the case. Like my concerns before was well, sell me on the game. I don't know why I should be interested. Now I'm super interested in everything and it's just sort of shifted into a, oh, please be good on all these fronts because you're promising an awful lot and I've been promised an awful lot by a lot of games before and I don't know if it can live up to to the excitement. I think it looks really, really good now yeah. and uh, I, I, I cannot wait to play this game whereas before I was still waiting to be sold on it.
0: So I guess it's a lesson in... Well, I don't know what the lesson is here. Show show enough to make people stoked without giving everything away. You gotta find that fine line, right? So you're not spoiling everything or whatever. But you want to get people like John who are on the fence and grab you. And this one this one grabbed you. I right, enjoyed
2: right. very much what grabbed John, which was being able to board the enemy ships. Yep. That was the moment for me that was like magic. You were like, you were like wait, I, I really want this game all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> like, suddenly I can board sa- shit. The sandwiches did a lot too for you. But it was <laughs> that moment. It really got me. I, I'm like really cheesy. glad how much de- uh, time they spent on true Bethesda RPG shit, like building weird ships that look like robots mm. and sandwich stealing being a sandwich thief. Yeah. Yeah. And then John just being like, it was really fun. He was the whole time he's like, I don't know. I don't know. At least it's not gray anymore. There's colors. It's great. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: And then, and then all of a sudden he's like, Oh my God, I can board the enemy ship. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
0: It kind of took uh, a turn after uh, that, didn't
2: it? I'm, I'm in. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's a cool thing. Like, cause that's what it comes down to is like, again, if you say like space is your sandbox, it's like, okay, but what am I going to do in space? Cause like in reality, space is boring. Space requires something to be added to it to be interesting. Otherwise, you're just floating up there. Yeah. And so telling me, like, hey, you see another ship? You can hail them. You can go have lunch on their ship, which I think (laughs) is something they alluded to with a ship called Grandma for some reason. (laughs) But anyway, like, you can go have lunch with them on your ship. But you can also get in a dogfight and board them and immediately, like assassin's creed black flag or odyssey pops into my head and all those times you just roll up on a ship and just shoot them down and board their boat and take over the ship and do a little piracy i it appealed to me immediately maybe my destiny was to be a space pirate maybe there'll be a
2: dark maybe there'll be a dark brotherhood equivalent where you can do space assassin missions yeah dude yeah, that'd be so cool maybe yeah, it would be awesome. be so some good. analog to mm. that that sounds enticing mm. yeah. and uh the other part too i also enjoyed that i think you guys liked is there was that npc that was voiced very weird like hey guys i want to join your ship <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and then man. they show later that you could like off him yeah like you could he's a patsy that you could just like use him and off him yeah and, and then it's like, okay, so they're gonna let you be a bad person in this game. Like yeah, but they're did you, marketing, so did they're, you, did you they're see not the f- really trying to show how like evil you can be. I guess. You know? Did you and, see and the
0: follow up on that though? That's basically they're riffing on a meme because the character from uh, oblivion. oblivion is He's that oblivion it's guy. that character. Again. <laughs> so that guy with the yeah. blonde, little squirrely hair and the pointy ears in Oblivion that annoys the shit out of you—they basically recreated that guy. <laughs> in there yeah, yeah
2: oh i didn't know that i don't have a memory of that but it's awesome um, i believe it but still like yeah. the fact that you can take somebody who's a living human you know in the fiction like but he's a person a
1: real tedna
2: yeah yeah, yeah there you go <laughs> i don't know tedna, you did Tedna dirty uh we did but- well maybe not tedna but badass t He 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 did he was <laughs> Alternate he saved dragon. you guys you guys have to save him I still think but
0: anyways
1: yeah <laughs> nope he's he's fine
2: yeah that's Canon he's now
0: fine. <laughs> he's fine
1: <laughs> he's aware something For now. listeners <laughs> who
2: don't know uh, the bad there's a whole history with Tedna but um, from an alternate universe he was badass tea uh, he, he died helping the party yeah and and but then another version of him came back saved the party and they abandoned him in a in a super space prison that's shaped like a pyramid beyond the realm of reachable reachability.
3: Yeah.
2: And they he got like ly- lycanthropy with a bunch of werewolves you fought, but eventually made peace with. And then you snuck off without him and left him with the werewolves to, to no, live a werewolf okay. life. Okay.
1: There's a little revisionist history here. He yeah. Got, I'm not, well, I'm not remembering he everything. He was so. trying to be, he was recovering and we had pressing matters to attend to. We left him in the care of like lycanthropes it's a weird sentence to say yeah it
2: wasn't just where we did our mission and
1: And then we had to get out of there quick it was it was boom 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 we didn't have time to go back and get him he was still napping
2: it was all all i look forward to one of your characters explaining it to him when i eventually reunite with (laughs) Bad (laughs) (laughs) Bad st somehow because he is beyond the reach of escape so you may never see him again
0: well, if you haven't done a little bit of check-in and research, go look up this. Oh, that's the guy from yeah, Oblivion? That's the Oblivion guy. It's a basically a riff on that. And they tried to even give him pointy hair, which I think is amazing. Um. Anyway, oh, was it even the same actor voice? Oh, it is. It probably is, yeah. There it is. Uh, It's Craig Setchler, lent his voice to a number of Bethesda titles, <laughs> including that character. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. All right. Um, uh, Where were we? Yeah. Oh, the shooting. Let's talk about combat for a second. Um, I was impressed with what I saw. Now, it's hard to say how a game plays until you play it, right? But what that looked like was a million times better than any kind of combat they've done before, like Fallout or anything else. Um, And in Fallout, you kind of had this dice roll happening. They weren't really... You know, it wasn't like a full shooter uh, when you would shoot dudes. You were right. You're, you know, sometimes you could freeze the screen and say, I want to focus on his leg. And I forgot what that was called. But whatever that was, that method was called. Bats. That's right. Bats. Um, this looked like maybe they went down the hall and talked to the Doom guys, you know, they went down there right. and said, hey. We don't know how to make shooters. You just want to help us out.
1: Okay. <laughs> it did look better than the previous ones.
0: Yeah, it looked a lot better. That stuff looked snappy. Um, the vertical combat looked really fun. Being able to jetpack all over the place, different planets, different gravity, uh, having it account for that. All of that looked really fun. So invading bases and, and other ships for that matter or any of that stuff where it was like, all right, I'm off the ship and I'm, and I'm down for some dirty here just looked really good compared to anything that showed prior to this. So that had me very excited. I was, I was already kind of all in on this game with the slight thing in my head saying when it comes out, if it's a little janky on the combat side, I'll live with it. I'll survive. But now I think it might actually be a lot better than that. So, so that's cool. Uh, Any additional thoughts on combat or how all that looked? I mean,
1: I I'm curious where Bo's landing on it because he wasn't there with us, so he hasn't had a chance to say much. Yeah, you uh, like you I mean, like yeah.
0: Doom, right, Bo? You like the Doom feel of Doom? I do. You
2: know, uh, I, I I'm definitely when I play those kinds of games, I like to play sneak. They're they offered a good sneaky simulator. Hmm. Uh, just what I have in my head is like, if this game is awesome, the mod commu- the VR mod community, can be all over that <laughs> That's shit. That's the first thing and, you and thought of. That stuff you're listening. I need Starfield VR. Hmm. ASAP after launch I, I don't expect it at launch but give us the VR version give us a good one and that game's gonna be mind-blowingly amazing space and VR is great yeah
0: it's, and they've done fun. it you know they have a history of adding VR modes or putting out new versions for VR even if they're janky um, so you'll probably get you'll probably get that uh, at some you know point.
2: I'd love to, I would hope and love to see it if not we may have community mods anyways even if they don't do it considering how popular Skyrim VR is sure um, just yeah Yes, it looks great. Like, I have complete faith in Bethesda to, to deliver a
0: quality Bethesda product
2: yeah. that will be entertaining. And um, I'm looking forward to it.
0: My favorite bit of the stream was John saying, <laughs> I can't remember the exact words, but you basically said, uh, This game, it, Starfield is not a game or a product. Or, what, how did you say you did? Because somebody in the chat was like, Oh, it's like Starfield. And you were like very quick to jump on that and say, Something.
1: Oh, the the comparison between it and uh, what's its face the the game that's not really Star the, Citizen. The in- I mean, star, star, star Citizen you yeah. said was the investment one is a, opportunity. He said
0: one is a game and the other is an investment is. opportunity. That was it. Yeah. That was it. Uh, that made me laugh my head off. Now I know because we've gotten a couple emails about it. There are some Star Citizen people who don't love
1: every time that. because <laughs> here's the thing. Every you're time a, you're, you tell you're in the people, cult. Yeah. every time you tell people, like, hey star citizen isn't real i know you think you've played it but you have been given false hope yeah and every single time you tell them that they need to they've screwed up scott and people don't like screwing up yeah and people want to look for all sorts of reasons why their screw up isn't a screw up and they don't want to just say yeah i joined a cult i messed up Mm. <laughs> they they yeah. don't have a way out
0: they don't people don't like to admit it when they've made a horrible mistake
1: and it, and it's doubly wrong because I, mean, I see it, I see it in the mistake, chat right though. now because not only did they make a mistake, but also the thing they want they still want
3: yeah
0: so okay, it's it's on, kind of on. the
1: double whammy of <laughs> well, a thing I really want to exist yeah is never going to come out <laughs> yeah and yeah. that sucks. Thing number one and two. I gave them money that I'm never going to really feel fulfilled that I gave. Well, they have
0: to. They have to fulfill it at some point, or else they're under a million different international f- and federal uh, put you in prison forever, the rest of your life laws if they don't deliver we'll on that see. thing.
1: we Like look, they have to. Right? All of you, before you write your emails, go ahead, write your email. Yeah. Get get the email address all in there. When the game comes out, press send. <laughs> Scott, you put them all in a folder and I will personally apologize to every email address when Star Citizen officially releases, if it's good and as promised.
0: As a video I don't
1: want to hear about they released the flight module, (laughs) the story modules coming later. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) Like when that game comes out and is an actual game and you play it, Send your emails and I will apologize to every single one of you. I don't care if there's 7,000 names to apologize to. I
2: 100% will.
0: All right. Counterpoint Bo, who seemed to have a bit of. I a- know.
2: I was going to counterpoint him, but I let him cook. Yeah. <laughs> I let him cook, Jesse. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you. I, like, you know what? I, I don't, dis- I don't like strongly disagree with any of that. I just, I just want the only thing I the only clarification was like, it's not a huge mistake it's a small mistake right like they they, they, it's not not wrong to be a fan of an exciting product and it's not wrong to be a sucker for someone for a grifter you know it's a small mistake it's not a huge well it might be a a large mistake
0: if you spent six grand on a ship (laughs) it depends on how much you're in
2: Depends how much money you have i guess you know that's if that six grand is you know depending what depends how much disposable income you have some people there are people who found spending $100,000 in Diablo Immortable a perfectly reasonable thing to do. So, what the hell do we know? But if they couldn't afford it, then yes, I guess it's a huge mistake. But yeah, yeah. I think even if people spend tons of money on golf clubs and all kinds of stuff. If you spent six grand on uh, Star Citizen, maybe it's not that big of a deal because you love it. And you do play it. Like You can log in, like you said, the flight module's in there or whatever. <laughs> you can do things in there. You're getting. S- some sort of a ride for your money, um, but yes, the, <laughs> the, line the, the, the the rest of us in the world where we play a lot of different games, and not just that one game star citizen, are like interested in other things, and it's hard to process when there's no box or purchase that it, 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 it al- you're just it's a public alpha yeah that's taking forever. And John, John's prediction is it won't ever turn into a game. And, uh, I mean, what has it been, 10 years? Uh, let's see. Citizen
0: was announced. I can tell you right now.
2: When, did they, when was the first day they opened the doors for money?
0: Star Citizen opened the doors for money on... Didn't it start uh, 20, on, like, a Kickstarter? So yeah. was
1: money out the gate.
0: Right? Yeah, it was It was a Kickstarter uh, Chris, uh, by Chris Roberts, September 2012.
2: So 11 years. Now... Even the biggest game. Oh my gosh. They claim
0: they started working on it in 2010. Sorry, there was also that note. They were working on right. it from 2010, and, and now we're, uh, we're, you guys, we are at 13 years later. How are we doing? Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> game development's expensive,
2: and they've gone through rounds of getting money from all kinds of things. Like, it's this is this is there's a problem. We mm-hmm. don't know precisely what it is, but someday there'll be a, 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 Chris O'Dyer documentary about it or something.
0: Um, oh, I hope uh, that'll be Danny this O'Dwyer. Danny O'Dwyer. Oh, <laughs> but you know what? If, <laughs> but this is bigger than that. Like, if this goes south in a really cat- cat- catastrophic way, this is Netflix documentary. This is like a big ass problem.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where'd the money go? Like, I.
0: And I really like Danny. They should have him do that. That'd be fine. I'm not saying Danny's not worthy of it. I mean,
2: we're. You know what? Even didn't get launched. They were like, "Yo, Star Citizen, big project, going to take some time." So we're going to release what was it called? Like Squadron Forty Two? Yeah. With Mark Hamill and Gary Oldman. Mm -hmm. Where's that mocap dude? I'm still waiting to play that game. Like that's also vaporware. Yeah. So uh, and that was intended to be like okay, while you wait, we're going to release something with the stuff that we have and generate some revenue. Yeah. that ha- That's not a thing, right? That-
0: yeah, it says right here, Star Citizen... Okay, Squadron 42, single-player game set in the same universe was initially announced in the Kickstarter as uh, an included campaign, so in the game but is now intended to be a standalone product and no updates to that. We don't know a thing. That was originally announced right. like in 20... 20- I
2: remember there was a news article because they showed screenshots saying like, we'll launch this like ahead of the release of Star Citizen because Star Citizen, we're doing a lot, boys. There's a lot going on in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like at the end of the day, they could have, they had the option to do the Warframe thing, which was Warframe like started in beta and then got to an alpha and it's just been updating every Like... They could have launched the game years ago in in an unfinished state. It's like we got a certain percentage of this project done. We were hitting launch on this. It's a it's it's games as as a service. It's constantly under development. You know, twelve years. I mean, give me a break, man. Like everyone, I wonder what behind closed doors people who can't speak like professional game developers would love to know who can't speak about it. Who who like who know this? What is this? That guy again? I mean, um, Chris Roberts. uh, Yeah. Chris Roberts, who know him by reputation, right? Or just laughing,
0: like it's it's. I mean, the guy's produced before. The freaking wing man. commander, privateer, a freelancer. These are these are classic hallmarks of really important space game moments in video games. It's I not- think
2: I get a the feeling there's a Moby Dick thing going on because he, yes, he is a releasing. You know, he's a reputable name, I guess. Like in terms of having released games and with his name on it, like an Hideo Kojima, like an auteur... Mm -hmm. developer sure so maybe there's some ego wrapped up in this moby dick of like the game needs to be this and if it's not perfection it doesn't get released and i'm sure there's a lot of people that are groaning under the weight of all that i'm
0: sure oh they gotta be plus i just be if i was in their financial department i'd just be like oh shit oh shit oh shit oh shit like 460 (laughs) million dollars they've made 460 million dollars like what are you doing
1: and I think I think New Luke said it best because I keep saying like you know you got scammed or tricked and stuff like that, which implies that I I think that they're doing something. Um intentionally bad. I don't think that's actually true. I think new Luke said it right when they said star citizen is the fire festival of games. That's probably more where my head's at <laughs> where it's like, it wasn't a way to try and con people out of money. Like, I don't think that's what they did. I think like there was a desire to make this amazing game
0: Yeah,
1: and I think it has lost its way. And I think it has had a very hard time getting back on track. And I, I personally don't think that there will be a day that they get their ducks in a row and figure it out
0: yeah you think we're past it might
1: happen and i mean we again i've i already see it in chat let me tell you if somebody spent money on star citizen they will tell you
0: they will tell you how happy they are oh they're stoked every time you mention it well yeah because they bought um, a ship for 700 dollars. they're stoked <laughs>
1: you know that <laughs> was the best money they ever spent yeah but I, you know, if people are out there, I'm not here to tell you what to do with your money. If you bought it and like what exists, that's fine. I'm just telling you, it's not, I don't think it's going to come out
0: for realsies. When this is a $69 game on Steam or Xbox Marketplace or PlayStation Store, then I will eat up whatever crow they want me to eat and I will call it a video game. But until that day... It's an investment opportunity. It's it's a weird. It's this is the weirdest, longest. I mean, how long was uh, Duke Nukem Forever? How long did that take? That was uh, considered the high. Oh, that, the that was about ten years, yeah. right? Yeah. So we're getting past that now. <laughs> you guys are now the new banner carrier, the torch bearer of the longest development ever of a thing that may never happen. I would love to see it happen. I would love it to see it be awesome, but I'd you know what I saw the other day? I would love to see it
1: happen too. These types of games are up my alley. Like not only might I have to read a bunch of apologies out loud now that I've committed to it on a podcast, but I might get to a point where not only do I have to apologize to a bunch of people for saying their game would never come out, but then I have to play it on top of it. Mm. That'd be the double whammy of oops yeah. because like I have to say sorry to all these people because, like I said earlier, people don't like to be wrong. I'll be mad as hell if I end up being wrong, oh, hell but I'll yeah. be happy as hell if Star Citizen comes out and is awesome.
0: Yeah, I want so. to be wrong. I want to be wrong, but the thing is, which brings us back to Starfield. What I saw the other day looked like a a really great, nearly finished thing, which I can't <laughs> say about Star Citizen. You know what I mean? Like, I, they're, they're gonna, they I might get the promise of Star Citizen a lot earlier on Game Pass. <laughs> after all this work and trouble. We're just going to get it in another way. And uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Star, Starfield, untested. Oh, we got to talk about the 30 frames thing real quick. So on Xbox Series X and S, it will be locked at 30. Uh, Bethesda's messaging on that was, uh, we want the fidelity that you can only get by what we want to show. And if we reduce that, we reduce a lot of what we want to show. So we're not we're not that worked up about it. And it will be a consistent 30. We're not going to do something that drops or dips or... Or whatever, it'll just be solid, and people lost their minds because it's the internet. I don't want to give those guys too much oxygen, but um, it's not. It's still a little disappointing. It's still like, well, I would much rather have sixty plus on there. That'd be nice. But your PC versions will run at whatever your hardware is capable of. So for those of us who can pull one twenty on a you know four K display or less, the you're, you'll be fine. You'll be able to run it the way you want to run it on your on your PC dear PC master race, but it's
1: not a yeah. good look. No, like, like, you know, personally, whether this matters to you or not, like it being locked at 30 frames per second, you know, whether or not that impacts you, you know, whether or not you like it or not. Uh, like, like I said, you don't have to, people can feel differently about it. We had this talk with Zelda. I think it is a little different in the realm of Xbox because, like I said with Zelda, where it's like, hey, you know, they're kind of used to that. Yeah, uh, They don't have the most graphical powerhouse machine in the world. Like 30 frames per second isn't crazy over there. It is a little less common on the Xbox. And I think having one of your big tentpole releases, one of your big pushers for... Um, uh, what is it? <laughs> you want to call it Xbox Live. It's not Game Pass. That's it. Yeah. Uh, one of your big things... I think that it does look a little bad to say, well, the system isn't powerful enough to do it. Yeah. And uh, you and know, the, whether the, or not you care, that's up to you. It just doesn't look
0: good. Yeah. It's just not a good look. And if they just said, look, if this was not a exclusive, if this was uh, let's say the, the acquisition never happened, this would definitely be becoming the PlayStation five. And they, they have said, well, it would be locked at 30 there too. And we have the same problem.
1: Yeah, it's not a console it doesn't, wars issue. Yeah, it's it doesn't a matter. Console yeah. power issue.
0: Right, it's a console thing, and while I'm, I'm perfectly happy to play this game on a big TV at 30. It's not really a bother for me. Like same with Zelda. It's just like whatever. I'll I'll play it however it is, and if it's a consistent frame rate is my main thing. Um, but I won't lie. I, I'd rather play it at 60. I'd rather play it at one twenty. I like you know, I'd rather have a fast a higher frame rate for this game. But I'm sure. but everybody lost their minds in such a way that I was it was even more than usual. It was just like what are we doing here?
1: Well, it's the console wars stuff.
0: I hate it's, it. I hate it.
1: It the the thing that people need to learn online is that most of us don't actually spend a lot of time thinking about or caring about console wars. And it's just people on Twitter that really seem to care about it. Yeah. It it doesn't matter. Like, again, if you are at a point where you're like, I don't want to play anything that runs below 60 frames per second, and that's important to you, this probably hurt. Yeah. You also are probably more likely to have a PC that can run it because, honestly, if you're at that level, you should get a gaming PC. Yeah,
0: you should already. Let me give
1: you some good (laughs) advice for your future. If you are a frame rate snob to a degree where you will only play a game, only play a game at 60 frames per second, you might want to invest in a gaming PC.
0: Yeah, if that is your minimum requirement for all games (laughs) forever, you you should probably do that if you haven't already. And here's my other complaint about this is most of the people whining about the 30 frame lock are people that don't even own a console. They're just doing this because they're being pissy and they're being shitheads. And I don't just mean YouTubers looking for clicks because there was a lot of that going on. But just like regular folks... Going, ah, these baby boxes can't even do it. It's like, well, then why are you here? What you have, what you need, go play it there. What is your problem? Aren't you lucky it's coming to both? We now live in an era where, in Microsoft's case, they release simultaneously on PC. That was unheard of before. You can't even get that out of Sony, and you would have had the same frame rate. People are talking about how the, the demo for um, Final Fantasy 16 hitches, supposed to run at 60, but it doesn't. It has problems sometimes, not always, but sometimes. This is just the, this is just consoles, man, and they're trying to push the envelope and do what they can, and it's not a big a deal. It's like, just play it or don't.
1: I mean, I think a, a strong argument could be made that maybe we are getting to a weird spot where we're expecting a graphic fidelity that our consoles can't keep up with. And maybe we should roll it back a little bit. Like, maybe we shouldn't be trying to push graphics that the consoles can't run. Right. And I think, and that's actually been a discussion that's been going on. I can't remember who it was, but it was becoming kind of a viral tweet. Uh was people talking about decade-long development cycles on video games and how that's just got to be something that's understood about video games these days, ironically ties into star citizen a little bit.
0: Yeah. It's like five, um, five to 10 years or five to eight years. They said is the, that's the norm. Like there is, and that's for smaller, more, not smaller, but you know, your average AAA project five to eight years. I think and then it's
1: getting bigger yeah. and, and like trending in that direction. And I kind of feel like as an industry, maybe it's time to pump the brakes a little bit. Maybe instead of putting out new, more powerful consoles and then finding a way to push games to an envelope where you trivialize those consoles, keep the graphic quality where those consoles are going to flourish. But we're at this weird thing where you buy a new console and it feels like it's already trying to play catch up with the graphic fidelity that we're pushing out in some of our video games. Mm-hmm. It's just really weird. It's weird, and I don't think it's sustainable, and I think it could cause issues down the line.
0: Well, the truth is it's always been a problem, but you're right about the the difference today is different than the difference when we went from 8-bit to 16-bit or any of those other eras, uh, Voodoo cards to GeForce cards and like all that. Those are good examples of a very rapid change that everybody was trying to keep up with and press the envelope all the time, but we are at a crescendo right now. the The line, the curve is up here, and it's a long curve. No, we're, we're done with the brrr, like the massive jumps. Now we're incremental jumps. And I think you're right. If we could just pull back the reins just a tiny bit. Um, I also have a prediction I think is going to happen. I think within six months of the game's release, they'll announce a 60 frame per second performance mode on console for this game, Probably. for Starfield. Probably like because they can do it. It can be done. I play a lot of games on there, like uh, the last uh, Valhalla, the last Assassin's Creed. Runs at 30 with full fidelity, has a performance mode that runs at 60. To me, they're not that different from the couch. They look great both ways. So I go with the 60 because I like the smoother experience. There's no reason they couldn't do something like that at some point. I think that takes work and that's why they're not doing it at launch. But I think maybe a little down the road, you'll get like, guess what? We figured, and they'll spin it. It'll be like, we figured out a way to truly unleash the underhood potential of the series or whatever. And then they'll give you a, patch that'll let you run in performance mode
1: i think so peter yannick in the chat says john's asking for the impossible and i you're not wrong like telling people to slow their roll on graphics for AAA, it's not going to happen but my worry and my concern is that the day is going to come where it has to happen where we hit costs for video games that can absolutely not be made up even by all these new ways to monetize where development cycles are so long that Developers can't chase trends the way they clearly like to. That's why games come out and you look at them and you go, nobody plays this type of game anymore. Well, it's been in development from a time when people did play that type of game. And I think that it is something that is not sustainable and that eventually it either they have to learn to pump the brakes or it crashes and AAA becomes a few and far between release window sort of thing. We've already kind of lost that weird middle ground between yeah. indie and triple a release. Like that's already kind of shrunk to nothing. Yeah. And I, I feel like all that's going to keep happening is triple a is going to keep kind of shifting, whether that's weird monetization practices, fewer and fewer games until eventually it's just going to dry up.
0: Yeah, it does feel, it feels like this is a moment for that to get tested. <laughs> We'll see how it goes, but it does feel that way. I, I I can't disagree with any of that, Bo. I know you're a you're a big fan of the newer frame rates and the speed at which your PC runs. You're you're probably just a don't you know just get a PC guy, right? Is that what you'd say? Yeah, just get a PC.
2: <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, quit quit whining, all yeah. you console babies is what you'd say. And this is Bo's words, not mine. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, <Cindy knows> the <laughs> bow.
2: I know people like their consoles and I don't be smirched in that, but you know, I, honestly, the consoles should probably run at a certain quality. And uh, I think people playing consoles should be mad if they're not.
0: Well, they should, but, but what is that? What is that line? Is it 30? Is it 60? What is it? If it's 60? Well, it's then. 60. Okay, it's 60. Okay, so if 60 is the standard, then. You're basically telling developers you can never do anything that will ever take us past 60 or uh, take us below 60. So tire, tire whatever those ideas are, whatever those are, tie them behind your back. You can't do those. I think that, I don't think that happens. It's just not going to happen. Like the devs are going to be like,
2: I mean, I I don't think it happens, but it probably
0: should. I guess
2: the thing, the, the rationale is we make a console so that everyone has the same specs the trouble with pc development is that people's pcs vary as much as humans do you know like you might have a different hard drive i might have using different drivers on a net network card you know, whatever it is there's a lot of variability but if you're making a single console then then there should be a standard to which the products on the console live up to, and it should be the same for everyone. So, when you, I'll say I'm making a, a console called <laughs> uh, the Bow Box,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, tell me you know, more about when, this when the, product. A public, the when, the, when the developer
2: is like, All right, I got a game for your Bow Box, and I play it, and it looks janky, I'm going to say, I can't put this on Bow Box. You need to fix it.
0: Well, 30, 30 frames per second solid is not janky. It's just 30 frames. It's just... Depends This what the standard I'm
2: marketing my console at. Okay. Like, I, I could sell a console. It's like, you get 10 frames per second. People <laughs> might not buy it, or they might buy it. But that's the standard. That's, that's the product standard. And I think what we've seen with these PlayStations and Xbox in particular, Switch, I won't fault them for that. Although Nintendo, out of any company, should know better, and their store should not be shite. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like cutting edge supreme boxes that, you know, they're sold on their power. And when people, when you use language like that, that in, in the zeitgeist of gaming, power is equal to PC. And so we're talking PC standards. It's their fault for not saying expect TV level standards, not power, but they're marketed on the cutting edge technology. It works great. Well, and at the time they release, shot yes. themselves in their own foot when they say we have great machines. Buy them, and then release products that could be better. Yeah, but they've
0: always. This has been the standard forever, and I by the. I don't mean your standard. I mean the standard of. The X the X or the PlayStation two has there has never been a more powerful console on the planet than the PlayStation Two. Well, at the moment they made that they said that maybe that was yeah, sort of true. Uh, so here's the difference,
2: Scott in, in those days, people gave console the benefit of the doubt because they they did look like sh- like crappier versions of what you could do on PC like the level of expectations are there now the cat's out of the bag. everyone knows there's a two thousand series video cards in. The consoles, it's it's basically a PC in a, in a small form factor.
0: Yeah, but they don't so upgrade yeah, I, like me and you. You and I are like, well, I'm going to get a 4090 and put it in here. You got five grand? Let's do that. Like we're we're. I'm not saying we're doing that, but the point is like the PC thing is an ongoing concern. Everybody keeps adding to it, building on it. These consoles mm-hmm. stay. They tried the mid the mids uh, mid cycle thing last time. That didn't work out great. Mm-hmm. Um. But and maybe they'll do it again, I doubt it. We're getting close to that if they are, but it sounds like they won't compar- you know
2: um, this is also a lot of developers are also not specializing quite as much these days. They're diversifying. Yeah. So you can also take your launch game, play it on a PC, and have it look better and compare it to what's on the console. Right. Now if you're a console only only version of the game, not that those comparisons don't happen. Yeah. So they're trying to have their cake and eat it too, and like it's understandable that people get those lines crossed and get mad about it with these weird expectations. Yeah, um, yeah. I hope. That's what I think.
0: I think the and PC the PC version or the one saving grace here that they're not talking enough about. Maybe it's dangerous language, but if I were Microsoft or Bethesda, I would say things like, "On the consoles, to ensure a consistent experience, we're locking them at thirty, um, but we're unlocked on PC. Like, really emphasize that." And 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 be honest about the difference in the the capabilities here. Just say we're unlocked well, on PC because PCs, modern PCs, can handle that, and we feel good about that. So we're letting those run at two forty, one twenty, whatever. Right. But
3: Wait, that
1: it, goes it. back to what I'm saying, which is that the it doesn't sound good for Xbox.
3: Well, like, yeah, but, like, but Xbox I, that's is it the end of though. the
1: world that it has a. Like, solid 30 frames per second? No. Like, I would much rather play a game with a consistent 30 than an inconsistent trying to force 60. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, chat room said it. These consoles, at the time that they were being announced, were promising shooting for 120. Yeah. And now we're getting games coming out on it that are, like, they're like, oh, boy, we locked it at 30. And let me tell you, it's a steady 30. And it's, it is a little disingenuous. Like, it, it doesn't look good. For your console, it makes everybody feel like, oh, so what? Are we at the end of this console generation? Because you can now no longer put games on your yeah. own console. But, well, you like, so Should my, I my, should Xbox. I start saving up for the next Xbox? My, because my clearly Xbox.
0: you can't run the well, shit yeah, that you're putting but, but, out but right now. Let me say this because I think it's an important distinction. You're not wrong about any of that. I guess I just I would just say that Xbox, by their own marketing, is no longer just buy our box. Their marketing now is play it here, play it there, play it everywhere. And it's no longer the same argument. Like for Sony, it is still the same argument. So if they have a game come out, it's locked at 30. Well, you're locked at 30 on the only device you're going to play the game on until they eight months, a year later, put it on PC or something. But they're they're in, they're in the same exact boat, but they don't have the broader plan. The subscription plan that means streaming, that means PC, that means console also. So I don't know that the emphasis matters as much as it used to. If this was all you had, and all you could say was, "Well, we made a game that can only run at 30. We overdid it. Uh, sorry, everybody, but it's the only place you can play it. We're done." Like I think that's a much worse scenario than the one all they're right, in, which is stream it, play it, PC it, whatever you want to do. I don't think I it's didn't as bad. Spend five hundred dollars to be told go invest in a gaming piece. <laughs> no, you didn't. But what you were told was Game Pass. Game Pass is what sold you. Would you agree with that? Because I, it's what sold me. Yes. I don't. I don't want to speak for anybody else. So for game-
1: me, but I also think like I'm a backwards. But no, it said I'm a yeah, it, says, it
2: said 4K and HDR on the box. Yeah, it does that. It does. Like, and I would have assumed 30 frames at 4K and HDR. I'm using neither of those. I'm rocking 1080p. My TV does fit 60fps, 60 megahertz, and I don't get it. Yeah, yeah sure you do. Play.
0: You get a lot of I see. I don't know if that's
2: true either. And I, I, I'm, not, I I'm played not like a dragon on on it, and it was it was I could the frame rate was dropping. There was another game I it was Cyberpunk would drop, and that's understandable in that game in certain spots. Um, there were the games I played on it were definitely not performing at sixty. I could you could just tell because when I play them on PC,
0: well, sure I, I get that, and I I guess I'm not simping for Microsoft here because I don't actually. Again, it's to me, it's a bigger issue that's not just theirs. It's just focused on them right now because Starfield has this news around it. Um, but it's the same problem kind of across the board. They're all going to have to deal with it. Nintendo's their own thing, but, but whatever. I guess what I'm saying is I don't want it to be 30 on consoles, but if we're going to keep pushing the graphics... And not doing what John suggests, which I don't actually think is a bad idea. I love the idea of saying, "Well, does everything have to be every grain of sand? Can we can we maybe generalize a little more with our presentation? Can it be beautiful without it being photorealistic? Like, why are we always aiming to have it photorealistic? I don't know why we do that so hard all the time."
2: Oh, I agree with that. Yeah, you know, I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, couldn't couldn't need...
0: Starfield been a little bit more s- not simplistic but stylistic? so that it's not about every crease and every wrinkle. It's more about the bigger picture in the way Zelda is, or, you know, that's a bad example, but a more stylized approach would have meant they could have done this and done this easily. I can run, I run Valhalla at 120 on my TV, 120 frames consistently, but it's in performance mode, which means a loss of some high-res textures and some other stuff, but it still looks really great and runs at a great frame rate. No reason that team couldn't have figured out a way to do that, but they didn't want to let that go. They didn't want to let go every speck of sand, every wrinkle in the suit, every reflection on the eye, and that that just feels like a weird compromise. It's like, well, we're not going to budge. The hardware certainly not going to budge. So we'll meet in the middle and say thirty frames at four K. Now, what I would like them to do is say, hey. 30 frames of 4k. How about 60 frames at 1080p on your TV? Because your TV's 1080p still looks really good on a 4k TV. It looks fine, upscaled. Why couldn't they have done that? I'll bet they could have. I play plenty of PC games that if I run them at a lower resolution, I get my full benefit that I wouldn't get otherwise. So do some of that work. I don't know. I don't know why they don't, they're not doing that. Maybe this is just the easiest thing to say and do. I, I don't know. But
1: it just seems weird that when we started seeing games for the PS5 um, and the Xbox Series X, everybody and their mother were like, man, games don't look like they're getting that much. And in the back of my head, you hear that and you're like, yeah, I guess it's not the biggest graphic jump forward, you know, the biggest graphical leap. But then you think, well, at least everything will run better, right? Like, that's the thing that kind of goes off in my head. Because I got to tell you, like, I'm with you. I would much rather run games in performance mode because I don't think the dip in quality is that bad. I tend Mm -hmm. to play it and go, oh, you know what? This still looks Looks really good. And now it's running really good. Phoenix Rising In the back of my head, I'm also going, what the hell did I spend all this money on this console (laughs) for to run it in damn performance (laughs) mode? Like, what what was the point of that then? Yeah. And I think what we need to what we should be doing is we should have made the graphical peak performance mode. Mm. And if we if our systems can't do better than that and still perform that well, then that's for the next console that comes out. Mm-hmm. The next time you collect 500 bucks from me. Yeah. Like that's just the way it should be. I understand that's not how it's going to work and that's not the way it does work and I'm fighting against the the tide here but like that's the way it should go, because the promise every time we go to a new console generation, oh, it's going to run so smooth. It's going to run so fast. And then it, it 30 frames per second. And it's got frame rate issues every console generation. Yeah, this is an issue.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. Um, I remember people complaining that Ghost of Tsushima on the PS4 was locked at 30 or was somewhere like that and even dipped in places. And. PS5 comes out. They port a version of it over to that beautiful 120 frame per second experience for me. No issues, 4K, beautiful. No, no problem. So clearly, we're at it. Like you could, you could foresee the Series X2, whatever the dumb shit name they give it, will run this just fine. It'll run at 120 or more. Everybody, it'll be great. But this happens every time. I guess that is my big takeaway: is that we this always happens. So, maybe there's just a new generation of gamers who are finally out of school enough that they can talk out loud on the internet and they're all, they all can be freshly mad at a thing we've all been mad at since the Genesis. Couldn't do certain things that <laughs> Super Nintendo didn't do. So, it just feels like that again. And so, maybe that's where my brain is. I feel like maybe I'm, I'm just tired of the same. It's the same thing over and over. There's, there's worthy discussion around it. Obviously, we're trying to have some of that here, but it's just the same. It's the same problem, different level, but same problem. I
2: mean, people will definitely be shitty about things, especially when it comes to PlayStation, Xbox, the Coke and Pepsi, Team Coke, Team Pepsi, out and, you know, right. the fanboys are, you know, at it again. But I know as someone who elected rather than to get a 4K monitor to get 161-ish megahertz monitor i appreciate when games let me crank the frames versus the resolution yeah so yeah and I, that's and so like as an xbox owner it just uh, you know i it's something i appreciate as frame rate yeah. and it's not something i'm gonna get so i'm not gonna be
0: well you're definitely i'm
2: not gonna be a dick about it but i don't know anything nice to say you know i'm just like okay well that sucks i'll buy it on my pc
0: yeah i mean that's where i'm gonna pr- I'm, I'm i'm playing starfield on my pc and if i want to sit on the couch and have a minute with it i can still do that but
2: like i remember well, when
0: you, they when they up the if frame you buy it rate, on the
2: xbox game store you, you have crossplay. maybe maybe that
0: you get the best of both worlds well game cross-play? pass for sure but i don't know about maybe if you buy it buy it i don't know it's a good question i'm not sure how, mm. how that works i assume i assume a game pass game that you just straight up purchase and not have game pass 4 i think the cross stuff still happens right i actually don't know that i don't
2: know let me, let me open I think it
0: I might, that think
1: might be mortal a game kombat. by game basis
0: because that very well yeah could it be. might yeah. be because i know
2: i have mortal kombat for example and cyberpunk on and even elden ring but i don't think i can play them on my xbox app let me check Yeah, have on pc i can play mortal kombat 11 yeah um so that, that has cross play but no cyberpunk and no, no, cyberpunk um, definitely works.
0: I'm playing that on three different consoles or three different devices PC, PS5, and an so Xbox. I know, I know,
2: I remember now. I bought it twice. I bought it once for on the uh GOG store, and then I, I bought no, it on
0: Xbox. What I'm saying is that's changed now. They've added a they added cross play, uh, not cross play, cross save, cross progression. So they added yeah, that I came later.
2: Unfortunately, I, I own cyberpunk on xbox and it is not in my pc store i'm just have it open now it's not he means
1: the game i mean the game not the store he means game ownership
0: yeah game oh i see what you're saying Yeah, and
1: i can confirm that also doesn't work because when i couldn't get my steam copy to work i bought it on steam i bought it on uh the xbox microsoft store right i already owned it on xbox back when i wanted to play it and didn't have it in my xbox library refunded it a bunch of places and ended up getting it on gog right and it didn't carry over anywhere like
0: well they when they first did when they added that though you if you enabled it now like today i can play it on all these devices and across all my saves all that stuff is saved what it won't do is purchases don't carry over so if i bought it on playstation that doesn't mean I own it everywhere else. I still have to buy it somewhere else, but cross progression in the game is all it's all connected now. All of all the versions. Yes,
1: that that does work because then yeah. when I got it working on GOG, I started playing off my Steam save.
0: Yeah, same. I did the same thing so with my Xbox save. The, the saves work, but the purchases do not. Exactly. And that but game,
1: sometimes they do because I bought Yakuza like a dragon mm-hmm. for uh I bought it through the Microsoft Store, and I have it on both my Xbox and on
0: uh, PC. And you and you can so progress back and forth if you want, right?
1: I think so. I haven't tried it, but I can. I own the game on both sides.
0: I think you're so right about I have one
1: purchase, and I have it in both
0: places. I think you're right about the the. It's a per game basis. They, yeah. It's not true across the board. The, the 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 point is, though, like in the case of Star Citizen. If you play it, if you like the Steam, it's already the top seller on Steam. And it's not I even out yet. Um, you buy that version. I don't think that has cross progression to any other versions. But I know the Xbox, or if you're playing it on Game Pass, wherever they're if you're playing that on PC or a console or both, you're going to get cross stuff. But I don't think it connects to the to the other thing. They'd have to have some other kind of well, the, they'd have to do like the way Cyberpunk did it and add it. And I don't think that's in the plan. Anyway, it's going to be a big deal. And if you spend 100 bucks or whatever the big high-end version is, you'll get five. Is it five days early? Let's see.
1: Yeah, five days early access.
0: Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'll be not doing that. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, you get other stuff. It's not like, give us five bucks and you get five days early. But yeah. you know whether or not you want all that extra stuff, up to you. But yeah, in this case, we talked about how we felt about paying for early access. Uh, it's an expensive one.
0: Yeah. Not cheap. That's for sure. Not cheap at all. Anyway, it was an interesting event. I recommend people watch it. And if you haven't seen our co-stream of it, it's still up on YouTube, youtube.com slash Scott Johnson. It's also part of, uh, the audio feed. We put it in there for the podcast. So you can get kind of our raw and like at the moment thoughts as well. And, uh, see what you think. Tell us what you think by sending us text 801-471-0462 or emails at at gmail.com and tell us how you feel about Starfield. Okay? All right. All right, let's get into the frame rate we're all familiar with, that of Diablo 4, and its beautiful 240 frames per second on my monitor. (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, I'm only getting 60 on my Steam Deck, but it's good enough. Uh, Anyway, that's the other funny thing, is the Steam Deck subverts so many concepts of what we think about stuff i know it's portable on a smaller screen and therefore you can get away with a lot on a lower resolution but being able to play that game through a translation layer that has to be added to proton which is already a translation layer for windows games and have that run at 60 in my hands all night is makes me wonder why people don't just get a steam deck (laughs) but anyway uh, Diablo four is what we share played this week. Of course. Um, everybody's playing it. I'll just say quickly, I finished the story and I really liked it. Uh, John, you, you, you and I've had a lot of back and forth about the star- story. Do you want to say anything about any of that before we throw over to Bo and talk about his epic run to 100? How do you want to do this?
1: Uh, no. Cause I think, I think we've both kind of said our pieces about it in, in various places. We talked a little bit on the pre-show about it and yeah. And all of that, plus Bo has not actually, you know, he's played more Diablo than maybe both of us combined. And yet Bo does not know what the story of Diablo 4 is. So <laughs> no. we need not go into it here. That's yeah, uh, my
2: project for next week. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> so, uh yeah. no, I, I'll just say my bit real quick. I'm playing more Diablo 4. It's uh, It's been a real problem. Uh, I haven't been able to put it down. Yeah, um, it's good. It's really good. It's good. I'm starting to get. There is a slog in Diablo Four. Um, I do think that there is a bit of an issue in the level fifty to level seventy ramp up as you get to world tier four. Uh, that's how you know I've been playing a lot of a game because now I'm into the nickel and dime issues here, where I'm like, there's a bit of a leveling slog. But I'm in a. The problem is, is that I'm in a weird place where the game is trivially easy on world tier three. Yeah, like there is no hint of danger. Uh, I'm, I could be hardcore, and I would be likely fine. Um, except I keep doing stupid stuff because I'm in no real danger.
3: Right, I do that
1: um, Everything is trivially easy. Yeah, I did complete the level seventy capstone dungeon at sixty three, mm. just because I wanted a challenge, and it was it was a challenge at sixty three. But trying to play the game regularly on world tier four is a little too hard. Uh, i can do certain things but it, the challenge is a little you? a little too high Six, i'm
2: 63 or yeah, 4 it's a now. too soon for, for
1: yeah i mean everything's based around 73 but your your a, like, point your
0: point world is your point is there's no granularity between 3 and 4 like it feels like 3 is too easy 4 is immediately too hard there's no you don't have a good middle there
1: yeah so I'm just in a weird spot because it takes a really long time to level
0: yeah. like,
2: well, I'll as tell you
1: we'll get into it takes a really well, long just, time to level I'll yeah, just yeah. tell
2: you not to dismin- diminish your your enticement to go further but for World tier four also gets the same trivial easy long slog experience hmm. yeah. you just it's just a, when you transition like at level, even at level seventy your gear is one. Milestone below where you need to be. Like uh, you'll you you start getting ancestral items rather than sacred items in yeah. world tier Four. But once you're kitted out with all ancestrals, your overall item levels higher, and the content you know you're powerful enough to
0: meet the content. And the same, you'll have the same feeling. Do you wish that had more scalability sure. to it? Like you could, uh, I don't know, I don't know, granular I, is the right word, but just the f- within three or four that it felt like it was a little more rampy. I mean, it, I feel like
1: there needs to be a little bit more because like, that's the problem is you do want that power progression. There's a lot of people that one of their big criticisms about this game is that because everything scales with you, they're worried that you're not going to feel powerful. And I've actually had the opposite issue playing through most of this game. I have felt too strong most of the time mm-hmm. and so yeah. i never really felt like i was constantly chasing a dragon of difficulty where it's like oh these bats are just super killing me now like it's, it's it's instead been like i'm crazy powerful none of the items are dropping are really great upgrades like i'm into like real small minutia upgrades where it's like well this is half a percent better you know i go with that mm-hmm. like Item upgrades are not super interesting at this stage, so I go through a dungeon, and it's go back and, you know, sell or destroy everything because I don't necessarily need any upgrades. There's promises of upgrades on the next world tier, but the next world tier is a little too hard, so it's just grinding to get to the next level. I just feel like there could be a power ramp that doesn't exist.
0: Mm, yeah. I could see that. I mean, it's ding desert without one the one way to free challenge
2: to yourself is the uh, nightmare dungeons. Oh yeah, yeah. But
1: that's the problem. Even nightmare dungeons, like I'm doing rank, uh, whatever the highest rank, because I did one that was
2: rank technically
1: really high, and yeah. I it said you can't do this on world tier three. You have to go to tier four to do it. Right, I was right like, right. okay, so there's a cap. So I'm at the cap for nightmare dungeons oh. of what I can do, and hmm. even then, like. There's some that are interesting. Like, there's certainly some mechanics in the nightmare dungeons where I'm like, whew, that one was
2: well, in- if you a can bit clear, more intense. If you but- can clear a max level nightmare dungeon, so you get an XP bonus for everything that's overleveled to you. So, if you can efficiently clear the highest level you can efficiently clear, is your best xp per hour so your fastest way to like get to where you want to go mm. which is like so world i should four. just start getting in the night you should games. spam uh, tier 20 nightmare dungeons probably if as long as you can clear it quickly if it's like a slog then it's not efficient so lower no, to the, i can race slog. through them pretty quick yeah, no. if it's like five minutes per um then your best option is nightmare that's the highest level content hellfire tides you might be able to get a get good xp per hour rate but they're only only come up like once every hour or two yeah. And yeah. arguably, you're probably not getting that much XP because they're only level or two above you. It's just from sheer volume with movement speed.
0: But isn't it nice so to have yeah. a, a ding desert without a bunch of things to buy currency and shit to get out of it? It feels nice, you know. Everything's got ding deserts, but this doesn't have one that's trying to force me to pay for shit. I kind of like that. Well, you know?
1: it sure, but Diablo three didn't want.
0: I will say it. as uh, <laughs> like I, will, I, yeah. I
2: will say as part of like doing this whole race thing. To get to 100, yeah. Uh, As I went back to my Twitch vods and it, I kept saying 10 days. I actually played for
0: 13 days. Good lord! How many total was, hours? Do you know that? Is there a slash plate or something? You could. Uh,
2: no. The problem is, I think there is. Like I said, but like I leave the game client on a lot when I go to have dinner or take smoke breaks oh, yeah, or yeah. do other things. So it's. It's not really. an it's like accurate accounting yeah. of my runtime. Yeah. But uh, it was close to two weeks to level, and I think that's asking Jeez. a, lot it's, a for... lot. it's asking, I think, the leveling up. Like, John's feeling that it's taking too long is probably on the nose, because I definitely felt it gets worse, John. It doesn't get better. Like I don't know why. Part of me is like, I don't know why you're in a rush to have e- an even longer level slog, because, uh, you know, 90 to 100 is is a as a long, long stretch. And there isn't anything to do but farm repetitive content.
1: Well, I think the difference is, is because I know there's another tier of gear that I don't ha- access to. Yeah, yet. there's a carrot. So there, yeah. there will be a point where, and I'm sure it's going to be fairly quick with the rate that you get loot, but there will be a point where I hit world tier four and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to replace this. I'm going to replace this. I'll have activity. I know it's going to be a slog, but like I see it right now where it's like right now, it just feels like all I'm doing is grinding. But there is a point where I know I'm going to be doing something again before I go back to grinding. So I'm just looking forward to the next time I'm doing something.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm. Because I will say, like, I got on World Tier Four, I got the gear, I the gear I could get for my build that I wanted, I got within like five to like seventy five, let's say. Mm. Yeah. And then it was just like there was uniques or items I was looking for that I just never got. So my build couldn't progress and it was just swapping in incremental gains, like looking for another max roll imprint or aspect, I should say. Yeah. And then trying to find a good God roll on an item, but a yellow and then matching them up. And, but you know, the God rolls that you look for don't happen all that often. Yeah. They're rare. You're doing these little, it's incremental gains and then you're upgrading your glyphs. Nightmare dungeons are important to upgrade the glyphs in the paragon board. Mm -hmm. Um, uh yeah oh yeah if
0: you don't uh, know about that 50 post 50 paragon board everyone at home you all thought oh i kind of like it's a simplified look at path of exiles uh big giant crazy uh you know (laughs) talent sheet and you're like that's fine i can deal with this it's just a little offshoots couple little passives on the side and main abilities you hit 50 you get path of exile like a a giant thing dude that thing is huge What
1: I love about it, though, is that at the beginning of Diablo 4, they ask you, they're like, hey, do you want tool tips on everything? Or do you want tool tips just about new features we've put in this video game? I was like, I've friggin' played Diablo. Just give me tips about new features. I hit 50, that Paragon board opens up, and I'm like, (laughs) where's the tutorial? And it's like, click to put in a point. And I'm like, that's it? I'm looking at this, and that's your tip? is like what does all this mean? And like the nice thing is it is intuitive enough. And honestly, I wish they gave you this level of freedom on changing your skills. It's easy enough to like adjust and move things the way you want that. Like it lets you screw up for a while while you figure out how it works. Yeah. But like, you look at it and you're just like, really? You're not going to explain this to me? You're just going to drop this on my lap and say, "Go."
0: Yeah, it looks like math. You just look at it and go, <laughs> "Oh, look, there's some math here. I got to figure out." It's crazy. Anyway, not really the point. But uh, all right. Well, I, uh, I'm in. Uh, you know, I'm not hitting that yet. But I will say this: from zero to 25 on your first alt, because when I finished the story at 45, 46, whatever, or 42, whatever, I was, um. I was a little undertuned for the final fights, but I, I made it through. So that worked out. And then I thought, well, I just want to go mess around a little. I'm, you know, leave, leave the necro sitting there for a minute. Let's go see what's up. And I forgot how cool it is that all your account crap moves over. So when I went and started a sorcerer, I had a horse moment one. <laughs> I just get on my yeah. horse. Let's go. And all
2: the altars of Lilith, if you got any points from that,
0: because like, like,
2: when I started my alt, I had 20 skill points. And I have 20 Paragon points waiting for me. Yeah, they were just points hanging there. Paragon points yeah, for me. that was great. So the second playthrough, way easier than the first playthrough. Oh, yeah. Like if, <laughs> That complaining about the beginning, some classes being undertuned or hard to play on the first campaign playthrough, it won't be a problem for the next game. No.
0: <laughs> like you know, and in very short order, I hit like 25 and way less time it took me to hit 25 with yeah, the first character. Yeah. Did you start a new campaign or just do adventure just mode? Just adventure because mode. You can skip yeah, yeah. I yeah. just skip then it now.
2: You probably have much better density in the open world, and blah,
0: yeah, blah, I like blah. I like that too. I, I will say this has has ha, having experienced a bit of that. Um, that's been a po- net positive for me because immediately it's do these quests with blue checkmark or er, uh, blue exclamation points over their heads. You know, basically play it like an MMO a little bit, and I'm cool. I'm geared to that. I feel that just in my bones as a way to play a game like this. So it just immediately matched for me. I was like, all right. Talking to Jim Bob. He needs this dumb. Going to go do that shit. Oh, I found a dungeon while I was out here. I'll go ahead and clear that while I'm here. Like, it's just a great... That part of it, I think, feels really good. How that'll all feel when he's 65, different different story probably, you know? I don't know.
2: Yeah. 100 is a slog. 100 is going to take you a lot of time.
0: You well, let's not. get... So let's get to that. So, um, Bo, you made it. You did it. I have one question to start the whole thing off. You would right now be the most famous person in gaming had you had this gone this way. Bo is fighting. He's nearly... You look like you're about to fall asleep any second. You're 99.9999 99. yeah, whatever, right? You're like three stupid demons have to die for you to ding 100. And you almost died. Oh, uh, yeah. I
2: dramatized that a little bit.
0: Yeah, but you're f- you're fumbling. You brought up the menu by accident. No, no. You're well, like- I was like... so So
2: I was on like... I didn't go to bed that night. Yeah. I had to go to work the next day, so I was trying to hit 100 before my shift. And I was like, I'll get a couple hours sleep. And I was like, I guess I'm not getting any sleep for my shift, because it was taking longer. And then I was hustling, and then, then I guess I got to call in work, tell them I'm going to be a few hours late. I'm like, I am not leaving my PC until I hit 100. Yeah. And I'll explain why that was a thing, but um, that, like, I'm like, I've been playing long enough, this ends today. Yeah. <laughs> I do not care about the consequences to my life. I've invested too much time in playing this. Yeah. I'm level 98, 99. This ends today. Yeah. And so, you know, um, when I, I, I even turned off the stream, it was 4 in the morning, and I'm like, guys, I just can't stream till all hours of the morning because I even hadn't called work yet, so I don't want work to, like, pop into my stream, see that I'm streaming and not at work. You know what I mean? Mm, man, like, I I'm going offline now. I'm grinding it out. I'll flip the stream back on when I dig 100. So that's what happened is I flipped the stream on, that level, that dungeon I went to was like five levels underneath me. Mm. There's like level ninety five. That's why I wasn't too worried, and also I, that my barbarian specked out with topaz gems, which provide fifty um, percent uh, reduction, damage when reduction when I get yeah. crowd control impaired. So when something like that and I'm frozen, it makes me anxious. But I knew I was going to be fine. Okay. I also, I also had two. I also had two unstoppable cool, cool um, procs that were coming off cooldown relatively soon. Yeah. As well as I had um, a death elixir active as
0: well. Oh, so, so you would have survived. You, you
2: might see me fumbling there. I, I did contemplate hitting the scroll of escape. You'll see me bring up the social wheel to hit a scroll of escape. Yeah, I saw that. But I quickly. And I'm very tired, so my reaction time was a little over the place. But I wasn't as worried. I just made a joke, like I'm like, oh, "It'd be really terrible to die two seconds before doing one hundred, right?" Yeah. And I wasn't playing super carefully at that point because the content was pretty trivial. Let me
0: tell you though, if had you died there, just this is just a, a split off universe where Bo died right there after all of that, right? It would have been hardcore sad, but also you would be the top story on Kotaku today, still. You'd be the top story on every gaming blog, every gaming site. You would be all at the top of Reddit, at least the parts of Reddit that are running uh, you would be, <laughs> you would have the most popular video on YouTube in the game. Yeah, why
2: would I want my name on those piles of shit and not Lilith? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs>
0: no, I understand, but my point is, you a, you could have made you could have made a small mint of money during that period of time and really taken oh, advantage of. His. I don't know. I, I'd rather be a champion.
2: I don't. That's there.
0: You go. That's yeah. the yeah. champion yeah.
2: first. Yeah. Money can't buy victory, and you know what? Like, I'm proud that all these streamers are like, I can't believe I died the lag. I can't believe I died. Blizzard fixed servers. And I'm like, bitch, I'm nobody <laughs> and I made it. So stop your whining for clicks. <laughs> like, you know, just grow a pair and start back at level one and go bitch. You know, I did die sorry. to lag yesterday, but thankfully it happens. It I liked out a bunch of times. You never, died. Like you never died. That's like that. yeah. Look, and I was even watching, I can't remember who it was. Who's like, you know, that's why I don't play hardcore games. It's for, you know, it's for silly people. I'm like, no, no, that's part of the deal. It's it happens to everyone. It's guaranteed. It's, I've died to lag in Diablo three. It happens to everyone. Don't let that deter you from playing an awesome game mode. Right, um, is all I gotta say. Is like that happens, and you know, don't be a whiny baby about it. It's it's it, part
0: of the hardcore,
2: right? The, the, inter, the internet, it's a miracle. We get what we get. It's not. It's not. Per, sometimes you go golfing and it rains. Right. Sometimes you play a hardcore character. <laughs> Just go in there knowing it can happen, and you know be be at peace. With yeah, the, the fact that that you are investing like don't look at it as in like if I die it's a wasted time. Look at it as in any second you could die, and it was still worth it because it's about the journey.
0: Yeah, and don't forget well, you Get that, your
2: head right about it, and then it's fine.
0: That's yeah, all. Joel Zimmerman, aka Dead Mouse, famously died uh, his th- his Diablo three character. 900-something paragraph gone. had the character for years, hardcore character, died to lag on stream in front of, I don't know, 4,000 viewers or something. Like it can happen to the best of you. You should account for these things as part of the hardcore experience. The internet might suck. Your power might go out. Uh, (laughs) Your mom might come in and kick you in the head. You don't know what's out there, right? Moms, man. I know, kicking in the head like that. That's it's just it's it, you
2: don't grow attached like I, at this point i probably tried the capstone the echo of lilith which is the level 100 dungeon that's unique and then might go uh, up to pvp zone and try and eat it into death uh you know yeah. i think what they should do at the end of seasons everyone should take their level 100 and go to pvp and do a last man standing oh. like nobody gets up that's a great <laughs> Nobody idea. gets out until they're... It's all level 100s, and nobody gets out until there's one remaining. Don't you
0: think that'd be nothing but... That'd end up just being nothing but barbarians because they're so protection-oriented, right? and, yeah, and I mean, mitigation. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah.
2: It's not like... It's not esports. Like, who cares? <laughs> like, yeah, so like people get all bent out of shape about which classes are better. It's yeah. Whatever. It's just a bit of fun. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably... Well, you say that, but classes have their annoying tricks. Like, you yeah barbarians are probably uh, take a lot to take down but they're not invincible and rogues can conceal and do all kinds of shit like mm-hmm. wizards can f- shoot can completely fill the screen with bullshit before you even get close <laughs> so I wouldn't I wouldn't make any assumptions about barbarian and their defense also okay.
0: I like that you mentioned that sometimes it's a bit of fun John said this before play the thing that's fun I was trying out a electric electro wizard build for the sorcerer even at these mm-hmm. low levels at 25. And uh, everyone was saying, oh, no, it's per- it's the best because you just crowd control like crazy and you're always spreading lightning everywhere and everything dies around you. It's just the easiest way to level. And I don't like how it feels. It just feels stupid to me to play that way. So mm-hmm. I'm rocking this awesome ice build. F everybody who disagrees with me. I'm still laying waste to fools and winning fights. And it's fun and rad. And he's all ice all the time. Like in Diablo 3, I felt like I had to mix a lot of shit. This game makes it easy to really go into the lore of I'm an ice wizard. I'm an ice sorcerer. That's what I do. Cold things come out of me all day. And that's how I'm playing now. (laughs) You.
2: I was thinking about what else might be colder than your icicles. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, I shouldn't have thought of that. Oh, man. Um. But, uh, yeah, no, and I think that uh, you're going to hear a lot of the min-maxers or people are like, eh, you need to build this or build that, but that's, like, that's for people with ARPG syndrome. Mm-hmm. Uh, this game, I think, provides you with a lot of very good options that are just fine. Also, and this is, like, pretty much the accepted uh, thing, at least in hardcore it is. I'm pretty sure you should just do this in softcore, too. Don't play on World Tier 2. Mm. World Tier 2 sucks. Mm. It's away. a harder challenge for 20% more experience. It's like are you, are you trying to prove something to somebody about what a tough guy you are? Like it's not like you turn the game <laughs> into it's not like you turn the game into Elden Ring on world tier 2. If there was like new boss mechanics and reasons to play world tier 2, then there'd be a reason. It's just they're, they have bigger health pool, they hit you a little harder yeah. and you get a very negligible amount of XP. It's like I played, you know, world tier 1's the way to go. I think, to have a more sort of fun diablo light experience. I will
1: will tell you, as somebody who played starting on World Tier 2 and never went to World Tier 1, I don't even know what it looks like. I did it once on the beta to fight the world boss to make sure I got my beta claw, whatever Mm. it was. But uh, other than that, um, no reason. Yeah. Like there's, there's no really reason, yeah. no reason for it. Like yeah. I thought the challenge felt good. Like I, I thought it felt fine, but I wasn't at like a yeah, I'm so hardcore. Like it wasn't that. I did mm. not feel like that at mm. all. Mm-hmm. It just felt like yeah, okay. It, it, this was a challenging experience at times, yeah. and then it
0: like I like it that they provided provide
1: tier it. three got trivial. I like that they that provided, but I
0: just think it's a little weird that it doesn't include like Diablo three torment levels that include an increased chance of epics and um well and world and three
2: and four actually have added items like new loot tables for items you can't access
0: yeah see that makes sense because your when you're playing at yeah. that and level you're like
2: oh it's worth doing it I now you do the it right cool but early
0: on the it. difference between one and two not having that made it easy it's for me to just slide the diff, back to the, one
2: the player benefit the difference for players as a benefit is 20 percent experience that's yeah it. that's it yeah you le- so you will level up through the content faster and be over leveled by the end
0: of the game, which faster. I still that did like by a, the end of the game. Like <laughs> I still I still over leveled by the end of the of the content. Even right, though. exactly. Yeah. So
2: you know it's yeah. I don't. I think they could have just done world tier one and just left it. I think they should remove world tier two. I guess what I'm saying, but
0: they probably won't do that. Well, we'll get more into story as Bo. Your your plan is to. You but, wanna, well,
2: I mean, you guys have questions. You guys had like so uh, does everyone who listens know what i did like
0: all right so let's let's recount it you started on core night the day the game came out early 7 p.m thursday
2: right at early access launch i joined the competition to get level 100 (laughs) in hardcore and get my name on the damn lila statue
0: (laughs) Yeah, which I, by the way, thought was an in game statue. I've thought this all the way until this week. I thought there was an in game statue. It's like a Blizzard
2: HQ thing, I think, out in front of the building. And, you know, I'm like, and so some listeners in our core, in the Frog Pants Discord were like, I thought of all people you'd try. You should definitely do it. People were encouraging me. Right. 48 hours before, I changed my mind. Because I think the week before in core, I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. Uh, and I said, if I'm going to do this, I need three three other players. And mm-hmm. then I recruited Sean Obie, Lockvine, and uh, Ziggurat, yeah. who had no idea what was going on. He
0: just joined. <laughs> I know. Still my favorite story of like, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, and, you know, they all eventually died. Now, in my head, you remember on the show, and I have to eat some crow and apologize, maybe to Rod Ferguson a little bit. I called him a fixer and didn't know what he was talking about when it came to competitive Diablo. Because they said it's going to take about 150 hours to get level 100. Yeah. And I was like, nah, they don't know people with ARPG syndrome. It's going to take two days. <laughs> and so here I was going into this competition like I got two days. Yeah. You know, I have a week of vacation from work. I'm just going to spend the first up weekend up front doing this hardcore thing. And then we're going to chill. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> I don't think we got level 50 until uh, Sunday. mm. And then the real slog began. I mean, it was like, it was eight or nine days to get from 50 to a level 100. And I was solo at that point because my teammates invariably succumbed to various deaths. Yeah. I think I talked about last week. Um, but man, it, there were times where I was like leveling and thinking, you know, there's that guy. I mean, it's probably happened a couple of times, but. There was a guy who played, like, World of Warcraft for 48 hours straight in an internet cafe and died of a heart attack. Yeah, died. There, were, there was parts where I was like, what if I die doing this? What's going to... Like, I got... You know, you hit, like, marathon walls and shit. I hit, like, psychological barriers where I was sure. like, you know, uh, I got to stop doing this. Like, I, I'm getting anxiety. I'm getting, like, thoughts of, you know, my mortality and, and, like... But here... And this is where I have to leverage my criticism at Blizzard running this event no problem that you don't have leaderboards in the game yet. I get that not everything's at launch, but put up a freaking blog post with the daily tally of who's hit because at day four or five, my brain was like, am I still in contention? Am I not in contention? How much in contention am I? Can I stop this torture? I would gladly stop and enjoy the rest of my vacation five days. If I knew I was, you know, uh, far away from the contention league mm-hmm. or as Ziggurat said, the Aussies say, maybe I was a bee's dick away from being in first place. <laughs> <laughs> a great expression, by the way, A bee, and he says, it, a bee's dick, your bee's dick away. <laughs> that's a new one. I love it though. That's good. Yeah, I, I, I just, I like thinking about a bee's dick cause I just think about a stinger and I, I'm like, that couldn't possibly be what their dick looks like. <laughs> um That's the stinger. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so like I, you know, they finally on like Thursday or Friday, I think they posted on Facebook like 200 people, less than 200 people qualified. And I was like, I'm still in it, but am I close? I still don't know. Um, I will say an awesome part of the experience though was that when I hit world tier four, John for like three whole days, I didn't see another player. I think I was the only one on the, ser- <laughs> oh, on the World wow. Tier 4 server. That must have been That's a good Nobody feeling. in awesome. town, nobody out doing things because it changed. Eventually, I started seeing other players. Not a lot, but there were some other players and I was like, okay, I think I got here pretty early. Um, finally, someone, I just was browsing Reddit, thankfully, a wonderful community member used the Blizzard API To make an unofficial list, so you had to sign up. So anyone who didn't sign up wouldn't be tracked on this tracker, but anyone who did, and it gave me the range. I was in about the 200 range at first, but not everyone signed up for it. And so to enter the contest, you have to do a tweet with the hashtag Diablo4Hardcore. Yeah. And... And so, what he was also doing was any tweets that came out saying, claiming someone finished, he would also add it to the list. So that kind of pushed me down. If there's like 100 players that weren't on the leaderboard, it pushed me down to about 300. Um, and yeah. Oh, and then- yeah.
1: People are pointing out the official Twitter has now, they are now doing it. Uh, they The official Twitter, this just in an hour ago. Diablo on Twitter said 291 heroes secured their place on a shrine to Lilith. That's it. Damn, dude. They said for your entry to be valid, you must share the following hashtag Diablo Four hardcore, your battle.net ID and photo slash video proof of you reaching level 100 on hardcore mode. And then a link to full rules. And then they said, they'll be sharing the list of qualified battle net IDs later. Um, oh, you're today. in the
0: 200 uh, range. That's awesome, dude! So
1: right now, as of an hour ago, 291. Holy shit! Should I make a hardcore character?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, so here's yeah. the thing: the unaf- I don't. I don't like. I think these are validated because on if you go to d 4 armoryio All right, that leaderboard lists like 500. Yeah, that have finished. Now some are disqualified because they're already in the they were in the early access event and they had a head start. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just having a look here, like, cause I'm, I'm looking at who the, what the cutoff is for level 100s on the corner of that list, which is integrated with blizzard API. So they are reading the data from blizzard directly to make these,
3: that's
2: mm-hmm. um, 525 people have reached level 100. So that might be have reached level 100 and also done the tweet. I also, by the way, was like I'm worried about that because I think I did the tweet correctly. I shared the following Diablo Four Hardcore. I put my battlenet ID, and I have a photo and video proof of reaching a level hundred. Mm-hmm. But do you worry? I'm still anxious that I didn't do the tweet right? <laughs> you like run. I'm sitting here. You
1: Did all the things, man? You did it. Your stream's now, there. I think
2: I'm okay because Adam Fletcher, who's the community lead, uh, liked my tweet. As did, by the way, like 3,000 other people.
0: Yeah, almost. you had a moment there on that tweet. I, your that's my most, most viral my tweet. Most viral teat, teat. Teat?
1: Your most viral teat! Tell us about your most vi- viral tweet <laughs>
2: My most viral tweet. It was viewed 366,000 times, and it got 2,798 likes. Like, I've never got a tweet with that much engagement in my life.
0: That's amazing. Um, nicely done.
2: And, you know, the, so I know Adam Fletcher, the commuter manager, liked it and a few Diablo devs, so I'm sure people saw it. Um, that tells me you're safe.
0: I think you're okay.
2: Yeah. I DM would the Diablo account and I was just like, can you just confirm that I did the tweet right? Like, sorry to trouble you, but just give me, you know, please. Yeah. I I have a little bit of
0: anxiety. I'm going to get missed. Yeah. You don't want that after cuz I would too I really after wish, all that. I really you know?
2: wish they would share the list now. It's like I'm like I'm like we'll share the list at a later date and I'm like, "Oh, I hope it doesn't go badly.
0: <laughs> well, here's the thing. They're doing the online stuff so that you can you are going through a process that makes the game get talked about and people click on. That's they know they know on server levels who did it and who didn't. They already know yeah. this. So you're safe but I'm no matter shocked. what.
2: That's 709 nameplates for me, Like I am, I am shocked to hear that it's that high. I would think I maybe mean, only 500 main. But I have contemplated. I'm like, oh, it's a good thing I'm back at work. I have a bit of FOMO. I kind of want to do it a second time. And see if I can <laughs> Don't do it. People.
1: You can't Get on there it. twice, man. Oh, do it. That's gosh. why I
2: started a second hardcore character. I got a rogue now, and I'm like, Be the only
1: person who's on there two times.
2: Yeah. I think there's already someone, I think, that's done twice. DJ, the guy who was first, I think, has already got a second Really?
0: That yeah. guy's in. What's his deal? My gosh, dude! Some people
2: are well. So, and here's here's the fun thing I learned about this competition because they are nerf. There's been like ten patches since, <laughs> yeah. And these players are highly motivated to find. We won't use the exploit word, no, right? No. But to find E-word. the ludious, extraordinarily
1: XP. optimal <laughs> methods.
2: Exactly, and you know, so shrine of redo or Enkidu or something like that had a really dense and short dungeon that was being spammed over and over again that got nerfed. Um, there was another dungeon, uh, Gar- Guardians Repose, something like that, the, or Crusaders Rest, or so- something like that. There's one that was farmable with three people super efficiently that had an XP nerf. Like They are kiboshing, in, I think, in, to prepare for Season 1, any highly explo- exploitable dungeon r- routes uh, right now, and this contest is a way of motivating people to basically, It's basically a hackathon.
0: I think that's a hundred percent true. I and, think you're absolutely and right. It's
2: kind of funny. I was like, oh, they're just like they put this carrot out. It's not monet. You know, it costs money to make a statue, but they're not giving cash prizes. But they're put a little carrot out to get highly motivated people. To break the game uh, from an XP uh, farm standpoint, so that they can sell their battle pass safely uh, on the first one without having any XP exploits, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's pretty clever." Yeah, pretty clever.
0: they're basically doing additional testing here. That's what this is. Yeah, yeah,
2: and, and you're but, you know, enough. still worth it. I want my name on a statue, and that way, like, you know, whenever I interact with Blizzard customer service, I could be like. You know, i want a little statue, right? Like yeah, you're going yeah. to <laughs> expedite hey, my concern, please? I'm a little statue guy. Yeah. You've
1: seen my gamer tag every day at work, I'm sure. You've yeah, created
2: you know. a thousand little monsters <laughs> that are going to be like, and my feedback is more important. Yeah, of course. Because my name is on their statue. <laughs> but wow. as I was like, I want that. I want membership in that club. But holy shit, I told my mom because she was really worried about me. Yeah. I told her, I said, I'm never doing that again.
0: Yeah. Well, if you told and that would
2: be that. the other criticism, which John already kind of laid out. The XP, like, I'm not spending 13 days every season getting to level 100. You can take your game and go somewhere <laughs> else with that shit. Like, that. that's a little too long. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's a bit much, you guys. Like, whoa. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I can't there's, imagine I there's
2: there's playing broad. 18 hours a day if not more. Yeah. Like I don't necessarily
1: hate the idea of a long tail near the end, which is why I kind of focus in on world tier 4, like if you considered that like okay, I've hit the top world tier, this is going to be the best gear at the highest difficulty. It's just a ramp up on levels from here. Like, I'm kind of okay with a slog beyond that, but I feel like it needs to be faster to that then, if that's the case. Mm. Like, I feel like if you're still chasing gear pools uh, of of quality and gems, like, that's the other thing, is, like, I've been sitting on a mountain of gems, and then when I started toying with stuff that was in World Tier 4, I'm like, oh, there's new gem types. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess there's also been a data mined, like, World Tier 5 exists.
0: Oh, uh, I didn't that know that. That is going to
1: happen. So, like... Maybe everything gets pushed down by that. Like that could be something that happens. Yeah. Maybe there is a squash yeah. coming. Um, we'll see. Because I don't think they're gonna up the level cap. Yeah. Maybe we're gonna get some maybe we're gonna get some squash Sure.
0: Happening. Sure. Why not? Um yeah, I think but, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I I just think that you did it that you did the most epic possible thing in the last two weeks, and as much as it wore you out, and I was actually worried about you for a couple of days there. I mean,
2: it was it was worth it, but in the middle of it, it was, like, actual, I think, psychological torture, yeah, like, for sure. It's like, a lot, man.
0: And I, you know it, what? Would you was s- because
2: I didn't know where I was at. I'm yes. like, I just have to keep playing. I'm in a competition. If I slack off, I'm going to lose. And I've already invested five days, and three other people helped me get here. And, by the way, all the beautiful, wonderful people who have given me me like i have 500 subs on my channel yeah although most the of them frick. are gifted in primes and they'll fall off next month right. i've never seen a number that high next to the word subs in my life <laughs> <laughs> i was like i'm like i'm gonna make like a thousand bucks off this and i'm like well i can't just give up all the people that gave me money you'll be like well this guy sucks you know what i mean like i made a commitment i gotta see it through yeah I just would have loved to have known if Blizzard was just send a leaderboard or something. It's just some, you know, so that I can say like, listen, I definitely lost. Like I'm behind 10,000 people. Yeah. I think I'm going to go get, I'm going to make sure I get a square eight hours sleep. There was two nights I stayed up all night. For oh So 48 gosh. hour days. Good Lord. There were two nights um, where I slept for maybe three hours. And then there were two nights I did like six. And then I had, like, one eight-hour sleep. Like, I am a wreck right now. Yeah. And and I did that because I'm racing, and I just don't know. And you know what I mean? Like, it's just that, like, um, sunk cost fallacy. Like, I've, I've invested so much I can't stop now. Yeah. Um, that they, they really should have provided at least some feedback because once I started to learn the truth, I was like, oh, I could have gotten an eight-hour sleep. Like, there's still 700 spots. Yeah. Like I could have waited till this weekend and secured a spot. I didn't need to do it Tuesday, and nearly kill myself, uh, internet cafe style. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. like that would have been much appreciated uh, for sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah. The uh, and the the other thing I wanted to say on the subject of sleep, because while well, I remember the story, is that at one point I did fall asleep while playing. I was on stream, oh, no. and Shit. I was in the middle of a dungeon. And I, I was like, you know, when you're like playing and I'm like, oh, I'm trying to keep my eyes open. i like, got to keep going, got to keep going. <laughs> and then I, I'm sure I conked out. I'd uh, done the stuff. And I opened my too. eyes. I'm like, I'm still alive. And I'm like, how am I still alive? And then I realized I was still spinning. So I fell asleep, but my finger was still holding down the spin oh, to wind button. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay, I'm, this is why I picked this build. <laughs> I'm, I'm still good to go. Wow. I didn't even need to, need to be awake to clear the dungeon. I'm Damn. pretty sure there's footage of that uh, somewhere on the stream.
0: Can someone uh, find that, track that down, and send it to us? Because yeah. I want to see I them.
2: mean, it happened so quickly, and I was so tired. I didn't think to mark it or anything. And you might not even be, be able to tell. I, you, I might just be like,
0: time is funky when you're like that so who
2: knows yeah so i don't know but i'm pretty i'm pretty sure it happened on stream but i definitely closed my eyes and like dipped out of consciousness i don't know for it might have been a second it might have been minutes but i know i definitely fell asleep and i opened my eyes and i was still like spinning and no enemies around i was like and i'm in a nightmare dungeon (laughs) i'm just like so
0: based on your actual sleep you've had since do you just dream about this all the time this game is just in your head Uh, no my
2: sleep has been like i'm out no dreams no nothing really i'm so exhausted i'm just like
0: because as much as you played and as little (laughs) as i played all i've done is dream about diablo it's all i dream about now
2: the biggest impact i've had besides being a um sleepy as hell is i had a sore throat because not only did i play diablo scott i streamed 18 hours a day yeah like at a certain by day ten, I was like, guys, I just have to stop streaming. I have to play off like I have done nothing. I've not enjoyed any VR stuff. I have not like watched YouTube videos or uh-huh. TV. I was
1: gonna say that was the funny one that nothing. you told me. You're like, I want to watch some. stuff. I want to see a show. And I was no. like, no. when I checked on you, <laughs> you're like, I want to watch something.
0: Yeah, I, I want to
2: watch you. some. Like I can't just be talking to myself for ten days straight. It's like so you were, a,
0: you're you're like the the end of Truman Show. You figured it out. You got to get out of there, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a little too much. Like, if I ever
2: stream full-time, it'll be for, like, six to eight hours a day. Like, I'm not... this 18 hours a day, every day bullshit. It's just torture. Yeah, that's Um problem. Especially and especially at four in the morning, like what kind of content am I giving you? Except for like, uh, <laughs> Except
0: like for the it's part so where bad you, where you black out and you don't know how long. Yeah, you're yeah. and out. then but
2: people still had the well, nerve to be sad. I mean, not nerve, but you know they're like, oh okay, I guess you're going. I'm yeah. Like, please, yeah. I,
1: I have to go. Like, <laughs> oh, all right, I <laughs> guess.
2: Uh, I guess all so. Right. If you so,
1: watch nothing now.
2: Yeah. but um, but yeah, no, I appreciate everyone's viewership and stuff. It's just funny, you know, to feel that way. Like, okay, guys, like. I can't stream. So for the last little stretch, I streamed less because I'm like, I just need my sanity. Yeah. But I still played. And yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you hit oh, it. I you don't, know what? I don't really want to do why this there's
1: a, I think I might have figured out why there's a numbers disparity between the Armory and Twitter. Uh, it says it's valid. The contest is valid for U.S. residents only.
0: Oh, shut up. John made that up. Bo.
1: I did make that up. I can't keep that up. Oh my up for
0: god! Long. I'm gonna kill you.
1: 100. If your heart, if your heart
0: <laughs> skipped a beat right then, like I don't know what palpitations feel like, but I'm
1: I'm like, sorry, Bo. <laughs> I did. It's I okay. logged in to it's make okay. sure Canada was applicable. That would
2: have been the ultimate comment. hardcore death, right? Like, yeah, oh know,
0: man, we could still get Kotaku for that, though. That's pretty funny. If you, if you did that, one of you'd have to
2: marry me. <laughs> i'm not letting the slide i have the heart of a i have the heart of a competitor we'll consummate and everything i I want that my name on that trophy
0: i have the heart of a competitor we'll consummate (laughs) that's the worst tinder profile i've ever read i have the heart of a contender we'll consummate
1: we'll consummate this marriage yeah
2: I'm I'm sorry, sorry, Bo. I I can't tell you. "You (laughs) I gotta marry Bo. Let's divorce. I'll marry my co host, we'll bang, and then I'll divorce him once he gets his name on the plaque and we'll resume our marriage. Yeah,
0: it'll (laughs) all be fine. Yeah, Yeah. they'll understand. Yeah, it's only a I debated whether or not I should even make that joke. It was pretty good, John i'm glad you did it but i'm also glad it's not true
2: no i'm glad you did it was great i appreciate it it's the reason i appreciate it is because it did true psychological damage and not fake psychological <laughs> damage it's like it's good it's good material for the show if people like it, that it, i'll live I'll literal
0: live. literal psych damage was done today if
2: i can't if i i shouldn't dish it out if i can't take it and i think i can take it so
0: that was amazing nicely done But yeah great well done
2: uh, any, other? Uh, yeah, any other any questions uh, for those listening? <laughs> yeah, uh, if you wanted to hear about Warful. build or strategy or whatever, that's why I made that core daily. Yeah, it's all it's, on it's, it's the good core too. Daily, yeah. Hour and a half long. Yeah, um, I, I may make it. more in the future if people are still have questions. I, I didn't really talk about Hell Tides a lot. I think a lot of the information going out of, uh, out there is kind of wrong because people are fine cheating ways of earning good XP per hour. But I know just strategy mindset and how to calculate your. XP rate per ten minutes. That's mm-hmm. how I started to get real good gains. But for the most part, if you want to see that information, there's a video. We don't need to discuss it here on Core. No. That's why I saved us, the, save you the trouble of listening to a lecture on on that shit. I think it's totally and, fine. And so,
0: here's the other thing: Core Daily is usually a very short affair. It's just a nice little short little blip. <laughs> in the It's not
2: day. a minute. It's a daily. It's that's a, my, daily. That's, a new
0: <laughs> that's right. But Bo, <laughs> Bo went in there and went hard with an hour and a half, and we don't. It's fine. We don't care what the core daily as long as it's daily. That's it. So if, if you honestly, have...
2: I would have posted it to my channel, but a, I know more people watch Scott's channel, and I want people to see it. You know what I mean? Like I wanted, like it to get in front of people. We're going to ask the questions. They're going to sure. find your channel before they ever find my channel. You can do both. And. Um, that I just I like it when I make a core daily for you because I feel like I'm giving you a day off.
0: Oh, you totally saved. <laughs> you me. I like, you like, don't even know I you, like, I don't know you, it's you saved it's me that day because Wednesday was packed with stuff. I was yeah. so busy. I was gonna do one, but I was so busy. And you sent that over. I saw your your Discord. I went, oh, that's great. I'll do his yeah. today, and I don't have to think about it, and I can just go throughout my day and not worry yeah, about but it. I feel like
2: I'm always. every time I send you one, I'm like, I'm just doing Scott a solid right now. You so really I, are. I feel good about it. Yeah, yeah. No, I <laughs> appreciate I was, it. I felt bad that I couldn't do one the week before, but I'm like, well, I'm busy.
0: I'm comp- competing. I, yeah,
2: I will burn every relationship <laughs> that I ever had to get my name on the statue. Nothing yeah.
0: else matters. It was pretty great. Um, I watched yeah. the whole thing Um, after you sent it and uh, just kind of had it on and listened to it, and it's there's good stuff in there. If you're playing a barb and you want to – Even if you're not doing hardcore, there's some solid shit in there about this game that I don't feel like is out there yet. Like there's not a ton of really solid search for it anytime content around Diablo 4 and its end game or its late game because end game is a different kind of thing coming up soon. But, but, but Bo really went into it there. So if you want some of that stuff, check it out. The core daily feed is a separate audio feed. If you want audio version of it, that's up on the, on the site. But if you want the video version, it's on the YouTube channel, frogpants.tv, for more. Bo, anything else? Do we have any other questions for Bo, John? Yeah, do you guys have good questions? Uh, Anything that's... the chat room
2: also said, did they have any questions?
0: Yeah, do you guys got anything? uh, Did you go do the PvP area at all? I'm guessing no. (laughs) No, I stayed far away from it. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: I accidentally PvP'd. I was trying to fill in all the map and I went to a PVP area and I didn't know how flagging worked and I was running around and I saw a, a boss monster. I was like, well, I'll fight that. Yeah. And some other people showed up and I couldn't attack them. So I was like, well, this is nice. Like uh, it's apparently something you have to opt into. And so I went and I found another boss monster. And I started fighting that and someone else came running up to me and they started hitting me. And I don't know what was different about the first people and the second person. So I killed the second person, and then I was like, well, I don't want a PvP and I got out of there, but I have someone's ear mm. I didn't I didn't mean to collect it, but I have I have an ear in my inventory. I'm like, I guess I just hold on to this forever and I just I guess I just have this
0: I love that they did the ear thing again that was a Diablo yeah, one thing, thing. and I know two had it, and I think maybe even three did in their little arena thing they did it wasn't anything major it wasn't a big part of the game, but keeping that ear in there i mean i remember in 96 getting my first ear in diablo one and thinking holy shit right here is a digital there's a little ear in my inventory an nft yeah it felt like <laughs> so cool back then because it was like i this guy wasn't even in the same country as me and yet i have his ear non-fungible ear <laughs> it was NF- such a NF- rad yeah those are that was a cool time uh well that's I, awesome i
2: did have one other thing to tell you about yeah. but the moment's kind of passed so i don't know if it's worth saying it no
0: anymore. say it do but, it what do you got
2: because we were talking about the fallout of of what i experienced i also experienced uh like i shit like 16 times yesterday after the marathon i don't know i didn't know that was a thing <laughs> what I just, like stress like the release of stress
0: i guess okay like, sh- you've been holding so it all in is what you're doing Right? I
2: guess or something. It was just I was in the shitter every five minutes, and I don't know. It's not like I ate an excessive amount all of a sudden or
0: anything like that. Was, so. That is weird. I mean, I, I guess it makes sense though. There's probably somebody in our audience. I mean,
2: not every five minutes, but like every hour. Like for that's a lot a of showers, minute.
0: man. Yeah, how many do you take a shower per shit? Or, uh I can take a shower at work. Oh, that's true. Oh, you're shitting at work. Oh, that's trouble. That's oh.
2: the worst. Yeah, that's. I know exactly. Yeah,
0: you don't want that. Uh, on a just normal, saying. a normal day. That's crazy. I didn't know. I didn't. I hadn't heard of that either. But I guess it makes I, sense. I
2: didn't know. That's just. I don't know what could be there. But definitely, I think my body took a toll, and it was expressing itself. And
0: that's probably a good, healthy expression, though. You know. Yeah, I think so. Like think legitimately, so. you're you're probably in better shape because of that. Yeah. Um, well, all right. I have nothing else to ask, but John, anything you want to throw in with there on this? No. We didn't just think
1: congratulations, that? man. It's yeah, fun checking man, in, did. fun watching it. I fulfilled it one of
2: your conditions, time. die on the show or do it, and I did it. And you did
1: yeah. it. Well, now I'm pushing him to die too cuz I was in his chat yesterday. I was like, "Hey, you going to go after that uh max level Lilith fight now?" And uh I was like, "You got you got to get on that. People, you got to tease the Lilith fight now. Yeah. You got to set a date oh, and yeah, then go fight true. Lilith because one way or another, either you now beat the final Lilith fight or you die and yeah. let everybody tune in, you know, because you kind of, you know, you did what you had to do to get the statue. That was the number one goal. But like, you know, I, I all of a sudden was just like, oh, I guess Bo did it because I just suddenly saw a tweet. like yeah. And I was like, oh, I guess he did it. So it was just kind of sudden. But now you can build a date and you can yeah. be like, here's the day oh. where I either lose my level 100 or I kill this final fight. And get everybody to show up and let that be your celebration for 100. Get everybody in there uh, to celebrate 100 and then watch you fight Lilith and either lose the character forever or... you know, do, you, try him.
0: do you have any special attachment to him now that you would never want to leave him do you want to keep him as a trophy forever and never touch him again like how do you where do you where do you land no
2: no no no. like so i mean like if you think of seasonal diablo like i play a character for a season i never touch it again yeah so they're, they're as good as deleted anyway so i mean yeah but a hardcore season one. at 100 there's something about Same with that. hardcore you're, you're kind of done with it you know what i mean it's like it's a it's an airplane you're no longer flying in, oh, so you don't you know think what? about it anymore. Uh,
0: here's the thing, though, you're going to have to think about. and John. I think John's right. You absolutely should do this, but wait until it's a done deal on the statue. Wait until they've confirmed it. Yeah, that is it. true. That's not a
3: bad
1: idea. Don't we'll do it next
2: week. Just in, in case. case.
0: There is a hall of remembrance, but yeah, okay. Yeah. I just don't want them coming at you, going, "Uh, oh, you deleted." And I have that was have the rules, and yeah. I think
2: the achievement marks the date on it. Because so what I, if? Because what t- if they
0: had like some kind of rules in those in the long text of the rules, which they have? What if there's a little thing in there that says the character cannot be deleted before we? <laughs>
2: I mean, no. I, well, no, I he's read, not going to
1: delete it. No,
2: no, I read them. The contest entry is to do the tweet. That's there's no. I read through the rest of the rules. You looked through three, all three, the three. rules, okay. All right, I, I like I I read through them. I could probably read them again, like you know, <laughs> just to make sure, a lot of that on my head. I think I'm okay. Uh, uh, I think yeah. I think my defense is going to be Adam Fletcher. Like liked my tweet, so yeah. you know he saw it. So you got up your paperwork. Hit
1: him up it. if you if you're not on the statue. Be like, hey man, you like my tweet? Yep. You know, you Yo, know.
0: Yeah. Yep. Give him a give him a poke.
2: And there's a there's like a third party. So, this is, this is how obsessed I am with it. I went through, you know when you can click the likes and see who liked the like to see all the people who liked the likes? Yeah. Yeah, I did some pretty deep research on that list. <laughs> see all, who well, all the people are, and I know one of them works at a firm that's doing Diablo Community, but it's a third-party firm. For, mm. And so I'm like, a lot of you community guys know, and there's senior developers who liked, liked it, so I'm like, please... Don't forget about me. Yep. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. I've, <laughs> I've, I, just, I, 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 I feel you on that, that
0: weird sense of parent, not paranoia, but just that feeling of like, I, I did just, this right, I right? that
2: feeling of like, I, like I, I, that's why I said, I put well Dia- at Diablo team, I hit level 100, and I, I DM'd the Diablo account saying, should I have not put in well in front of Diablo? Did it need to be at Diablo? Can you let me know if I did it right, and if I didn't, can you, can, like... <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I haven't gotten. A checking all yet. those
1: boxes, man. They month. haven't.
2: They haven't responded back to me yet. Oh man! But I've seen other people who I think qualify who haven't done that. So I think I'm okay. You're all right. I think I'm. you're all right. And you're like, fine. You, you know, mine was. Man. Yeah, mine was pretty viral. Like I think the two other big ones I saw who posted that kind of stuff, apart from you know the Joe, was um, Trainwreck's and uh, Shroud. Was Shroud? Shroud. No.
0: The Shroud played ARPGs. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, Shrub yeah, he, 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 lost a character and then rolled another one and still hit level 100 before yeah. me. Oh, damn.
0: But okay. They
2: were on that four-player, like, smart grind, Um, you know, and I think because I lost my teammates and they had to get back to their lives, like, I ended up being solo. Right. Which took longer, but, um, yeah. Oh! <coughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah <laughs> saw a ghost. yep, I had I had one other thing to ghost I'm, not got gonna, him. I'm not gonna complain about it because it's fine, but it is a complain worthy thing that happened. yeah. Um, the ass so one of the aspects on my items that gives me a twenty x multiplier, uh based on the amount of primary resource I have, which is a huge multiplier for the type of damage. Friday, five days before I hit, mm. that aspect was disabled in game via hotfix, meaning it didn't do anything. Oh, and you didn't know. And it's a 20x multiplier, which is like on the back end, so it really does bonkers damage. And I had been using it all weekend to rush. Yeah. And then as after I hit 100, Adam Fletcher tweets out, okay, we've restored the functionality to this aspect. And I was like, it could have taken me so much less longer if I had my 20 X damage and I didn't even know I would have switched weapons. I didn't even know it was disabled. And I guess like it's on me for not checking the forums, but I was, I was a little bit like, well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> like, <laughs> like That that was really infor- And you didn't label anything a game, like not working or something like, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, that was really bad too. Um, I gotta say,
0: I'll bet. But you didn't. You still triumphed, though.
2: I still triumph, which is why I'm not that mad about it. But I might have triumphed two days before. <laughs> <laughs> that, like well, still on. I'm vacation. missing 20x damage. I'm doing like 20 times less the damage I could have been and could have been grinding harder content. So
0: huh. that's interesting. Well, yeah. all right. Well done. You helped not only beta test endgame, game, but you. Uh, rocked yeah. it and you're in the lower percentage tier like i don't know when they finally hit a thousand i feel like it's gonna take a while
2: well if they're saying 291 players immortalized like that i'm in the top you know 30 percent uh at least mm-hmm. which is kind of nice I'm that's really just, uh, cool
0: yeah i don't think yeah. that's anything to scoff at i just don't know when they hit a thousand it feels like it's gonna take forever you know
2: the one thing i question i have too not that i need to find this i just I kind of hope it's Bo Schwartz on there and not Gorath or Bo- Gorath Bo Schwartz. I don't know what,
0: what they're I exactly I believe do. they
1: said it was going to be your BattleNet account name,
0: not your real ID name. That's a bummer. I, yeah. I
1: thought that's what I, I mean. That doesn't mean they're doing it, but I believe the terminology I read was
2: to have their Battle ID or whatever.
0: <laughs> what honestly. if the statue guy's like, Schwartz is too long? It's got to be Gorath. <laughs>
2: Yeah, see, like, the thing wait, is, I'm, room. I i don't know, I just, now that I've done it, a lot of people in my life who don't know much about it, they're like, oh, I can't wait to go see the statue, <laughs> you know, they're like, they're like, maybe we'll come to BlizzCon, <laughs> friends, people who have no business otherwise just want to see my accomplishment and it's just going to say Gorath and it's like well who's that you know it adds
1: a like weird extra layer where you have to instead of just yeah. being like look at my name on the statue you have to be like look at this name on the statue and then know that that means me
3: yeah
2: right and then it seems like less of a immortalization you know what i mean so sure. i think they should put real id name and the user tag personally yeah or just real name but
0: that mm. sounds like they're going to put i'll bet it's if I had to guess, they're not putting real names on there. But maybe you get to say, maybe you get to ed- request it or something. I don't yeah, know. Maybe I don't know how much they've thought about yeah. this. It feels like they f- they didn't think that hard about That's it, what? or they would have had some leaderboards or something to help you out. But
2: well, I'm mean, I'm hoping they ask like maybe a preference, like do you want your IGN or your real name mm-hmm. on the you know because I'm. I mean, my name is not that much longer than my IGN. It should be fine, and they can. It's probably going to be really small on the plaque. It's not like it's you know, there's a thousand names. Everything's going to be pretty tiny. So, just you know, but I'd rather just say Bo Schwartz. I can fly there, take a picture, of it, be like, "Here, I did something with my life." Yeah. And,
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Call it good. Immortalized. I uh, I think I just think it's cool that you did it. So well done. Nothing but Thank uh, hats you. off Thank here.
2: You. Thank you, everyone, for all the support and encouragement. Uh, it's no small feat. It's really more than I expected, honestly. And it's been really flattering. Well, Thank good.
0: You. Well done. And all the VODs are up on Twitch. You, you should put those on YouTube, just the whole full. That'd take forever, though, wouldn't it? Those are huge.
2: What? Well, I mean, they can export to YouTube if people just want the raw, ass unedited video on YouTube for some yeah, reason. Put them up there. They might. May as well. Look, sometimes
1: people just want to feel like they've got company on in the background. You know, a right. eight hour stream. They'll be like, I'll just chill with my friend Bo.
0: Yep. Just me and Bo for eight hours killing little. I will uh, get on that as soon as I finish recovering. Yeah. <laughs> Can I say one I'm, thing about the, the Lilith fight? No, that's spoilery. Never mind. Well, you I fight do
1: Lilith in this game about no, Lilith?
0: that's obvious. You're I, gonna do I that. I did the <laughs> fight. I did the fight. Just didn't see the cutscenes. Well, yeah, I won't say anything. It's not a story thing. It's it's more of a it's how she looks when you fight her. Yeah, I fought her.
2: Like I did do that.
0: Yeah, and I and and there's a reason she. <laughs> I don't want to. I'll, it, this will totally spoil if I say it. So I'm not going to say it.
1: Yeah. If you, if you're already on the, I think this is a spoiler. Yeah, me. If somebody who, me who usually says this isn't a spoiler and then spoils stuff. <laughs> if you're thinking it's a spoiler, definitely veer. Yeah, to I the think side. I'm.
0: I think you're right about that. I'm not going to say anything else about it. Instead, I'm going to tell you some of the other games that we all played. All right, let's do that. Oh yeah, there's other games. I played Super Mega <laughs> Baseball. Uh, yep. Specifically, Super Mega Baseball Four. Which uh, is the fourth in the series, obviously, but it is now published by Electronic Arts. Oh and, no! Um, now you'd think is that'd be still good. You'd think that'd be bad, right? I I do
1: t- typically think that that's
0: bad. I Did do they too. Ruin
1: it or is it still okay?
0: Let me tell you what happened here, and I'm very pleased about this. Um, first of all, thank you EA for the code. I got a code. Second of all, I've loved all these games. Um, do
1: they know that there are two other people on
0: this <laughs> show? I, I, I think they do. It, it might it might actually be uh, one of our joint friends up there, but that I don't <laughs> as, think
1: as I immediately I am like, "boo EA, boo!" Did they ruin the game?
0: <laughs> and then I turn around like, "Hey, but can you look me up? Can with you give me some things? more codes?" But do you remember how Dead Space didn't f- have all the fiddly EA launcher bullshit? You know all that? Yeah, and that was great. It was nice. like, "Oh, this is nice." You just gave us a video game that I paid for. This is fantastic. <laughs> This is what big or mega baseball, whatever is. They they do they're not. It's not all entwined with stuff. There's no microtransactions. It is just a game, and if you've played Mega Baseball, Mega Super Mega Baseball, sorry, one through three, you'll know that the effort here is to create kind of a, a more arcadey, less simmy, uh, baseball experience. It's a lot like kind of a throwback to the 16-bit era of baseball games, which I am a big fan of. That era, I love those games. Ken Griffey Jr. I really liked. I really liked all the Sega stuff. Just fun, um, fun baseball games that weren't so up its own, but like, you know, the show is a great game, but it's, you know, it's up its own, butt. it's, 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 up its, own it's a serious sim. Um, it does have a fun mode where it kind of cartoonizes it, but, but this is like, you know, goofy looking characters, big heads, fake team names. They get names like the, you know, the, the meatballs of the Baltimore meatballs or some dumb shit like that. Um. And they've been doing it for all these games. And they're all just really fun to pick up and play. But you can still do big franchise modes and full seasons or just quick games. I really appreciate its ability to say, hey, you just want three innings, not nine innings. How about three? And you go, yeah. I think for a, a game that's a little more focused on fun and less on sim, I'd like to just have three innings. Thank you very much. Um, things like that. And it is a very fun uh, baseball game. It always has been. I will say four, I think in every way, is a nice boost. Some people have said, well, there's just not a lot of different stuff going on here. Um, but I disagree. I think that it feels tighter and uh, the controls are better. I think the graphics have improved. Um, It feels really good to hit home runs. It feels really good to, to throw somebody out with three strikes. It just really nails the the fun that baseball can be if you just let it be fun and quit trying to simulate everything. And um, I'm a big fan. So anyway, nothing but praise for me. Runs great on a Steam Deck, already supports it fully. So I've been playing that in bed a little bit. You can hit the pitcher in the nuts. So that's cool. Um, If you ever want to hit a pitcher in the nuts, let me tell you, this game is got you. This is the game for you? This is the game for you. Uh, Really cool ballparks. Like um, They just showed some in this trailer where there's like a whole... Uh, what do you call a um like Disneyland type thing? What am I? What's that called? A, uh, like amusement amusement park. park. Theme jeez park. couldn't think of the name. Theme park. There's like one just like looming over the over the stadium. These are not real locations. They're they're made up, but they do have some famous players that come in and be in here. Weirdly, this is a new that's new for this, and I'm sure this is taking advantage of EA's licensing agreements of some sort. They don't even publish a regular baseball game anymore at EA. This is now their only baseball game that's new. But it's got like Ken Griffey Jr. in it, I think, and some other guy. And I forget their names.
1: I mean, that's what you want. I mean, that's that's how EA acquires something and doesn't do what I joked about, which is ruin it. Like, you don't stop them from doing... It's like when they... So here's where that came from. Yeah. Like when they acquired the burnout people. Yep. Yeah. And what that meant was no more burnout games Basically, and yeah. nothing to replace it. And now it just sucks. Well, the world is worse they, because they got,
0: I the overall agree game. with you, except their hot pursuit remakes real good. Let's throw that out. Yeah, there.
1: but it's not burnout.
0: It's not burnout. No, none of them are because they're wrecking real cars and the real cars don't want you to do that. They yeah. They
1: just killed the amazing franchise to make, sure there's some winners in there but a lesser one yeah so i like that's what i didn't want to
0: happen i agree sounds uh,
1: like that's not what happened
0: no in this case they did a very i mean they basically just let these devs do what they do and it and they've improved on the game in every possible way if you've never dabbled in it 3 is still on game pass i believe so you can test out super mega baseball and and get the idea there but i think if you want the tighter uh experience. This new one's real good and I really like it. So yeah, it's a nice throwback. And I'm in the mood for throwbacks because here's the other stuff I did. Uh my Amber Nick is getting warm because I'm playing it so much. Not true, but it's yeah. I'm playing it a lot. And I dabbled in like I went down one of these rabbit holes Scott goes on once in a while. I went down this hole and played 10 to 15 different classic JRPGs, turn-based JRPGs, which is why I did the poll. It's why I've been thinking about it. I just kind of went nuts. And I know I talked a little bit about this last week, but I played a bunch of them. They include things like Dragon Quest XI, which is newer. That's not classic. That's a, that came out in 2018 or 19. But that game is oh, so good. It's such a great game. Um, What is it called? Something of a, an of elusi, elusive age? Whatever the subtitle is. That? I forget. Echoes of an elusive age? Whatever it is.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. Okay.
0: Uh, also, Like a Dragon, I, I dusted off because I wanted to get back into that as well. But um, yeah, just, I should play that too. That seems that was so really good. good. So really much strong. fun! It's so good. The turn, the move to turn base for that series. What an amazing! Well, at least for this offshoot series. I mean, although it's based on this sequel announcement, it sounds like they're maybe moving that direction for the main line stuff, and only spinoffs will be like the old Yakuza's. I don't know. I really like that turn base though, so I hope they stick with it. But it's funny. It's weird in some ways. It's anime as shit, but in the way I like. Um. Yeah, it's graphically impressive, uh, but also janky in some ways. Like, it's all that you want. Those accusa games are great. But this game in particular, uh, despite a couple of weird choices for some of your companions, like the homeless guy and his powers. But anyway.
1: Uh, <laughs> hey, you were talking about Homeless Simulator not too long that's ago. That's true.
0: Well, that was called. What was it called? Ho- well, Bum Simulator. They tried to make it old school. Somehow that makes it better to say, ah, like a bum, like back in the old days, see, yeah, he's a uh-huh. bum. doesn't. Um, probably- bums aren't too offensive. No. Hobos and bums. in theory,
2: a bum
1: could have a home, but if he's called homeless, like, it's right in the title.
0: Yeah, and then it becomes too real. But if you call him a hobo, that means he's got magical powers and, like, you know, special abilities. So I wish they'd have called it Hobo Simulator, because in that game, he has magical abilities. He can do all kinds of weird shit. But anyway, uh, so I played a bunch of that. As far as the 90s RPGs go, I landed on playing more Final Fantasy VII. I tried out that Suikoden or whatever it's called, the the Konami Suikoden. one. Yeah, that, one's a, that seems cool. Uh, I played some... Um, How do you say it properly, John? Is it Suikoden? Suikoden? Uh, well, I don't know. I'm
1: an American. I was born in Arizona. I yeah, can but
2: assure you, like you that JRPGs. I'm not going to say it correctly. <laughs> you like some JRPGs. I thought maybe... I, mean, I can get
1: know. closer than Su i can say I thank you for a correct pronunciation.
2: yeah okay i
1: don't know that that's correct but i had i can say it with confidence
2: it's so-
0: <laughs> i will also I, I dabbled a bit in a lot of playstation uh jrpgs and one in particular was final Fantasy 9 and the reason i did that is i'd never even seen nine other than John playing it once it's, i've just never seen it and I know it's controversial for some players, like they didn't like going from these two science fiction epics to this like, oh, now we're back in the chibbly looking characters in the fantasy time, you know, whatever. People are weird about Final Fantasy shifting gears. But uh, boy, that game's cool because you just see all the ways they learned how to do this in a, with this pre-rendered mix of pre-rendered and and not pre-rendered. It's so much more like capable in that way than seven was. Seven was like an experiment in a lot of ways. And it's memorable and it's awesome. And the story's great and everything. But those pre-rendered things, it's a little rough, you know, like old. But nine, they got that shit worked out. It looked real good. So anyway, I played around yeah, with that the a The
1: Cinematics little bit. and Nine are crazy. They actually, it's the first time they used um filmmakers. To inform on how cinematics should be shot and filmed, oh wow, which is why their cinematics in there are uh really, really epic in scope and nature, uh because they actually were using filmmaking techniques instead of just like, oh it was cinematic, <laughs> just I've, throw it together, and point a camera
0: at it feels it like right around the time you know we were we were, we would get their full movie treatment with uh, Final Fantasy, what was that called uh it was a weird movie.
1: Spirits Within.
0: Yeah. Spirits Within was only.
1: studio. It was a collaboration between the
0: two. And that was only a couple of years later than these games. And you can tell. that infl- That's interesting to hear that because you can tell not only in the pre-rendered stuff, but also just the way they shot angles, the way you would enter and exit buildings, the way you'd move around. Just really competent. And I enjoyed my time in there. But again, I'm not super deep because I'm just testing all of these. Anyway, at the end of the day, I think where I landed was I want to finish Seven. I want to play six and I want to play that Sudoku thing, whatever it is. Yeah. And dragon quest 11 is great. Boy, talk about a hard to put down steam deck game. I didn't get to sleep till way late the other night anyway. Uh, and then, so finally, uh, so this whole turn-based thing, um, I ended it on a game, a little game that's new and it's also built with bow. The engine bow has been dabbling with in his previous life before epic 100, uh, race to 100 happened. But, before he
1: was a professional Diablo player, yeah.
0: Before Pro Diablo happened to Bo, he was making video games with a uh, with that Go Gal Gadot <laughs> engine. What's it still, called? Still, okay, you got it, Gal Gadot. <laughs> Godot? Gadot, yeah. whatever.
2: Still, the, Super Lake Run still in development, guys. Just you know. Do you see the art that still- that
0: dude made? By the way, we got fan art of a N sixty four version of your game. Have you seen this? No. Oh
1: shit! Oh, it's so good. You got to check it out. It's in Discord. Yeah. yeah somebody what? did an N64 version of Super Lake Run.
0: It's in the core uh, sure. Frog Pants Discord. Let me go. Let me grab it for you. I'll get you a link. Um. Yeah. Here it is. Uh, copy message. Is it link
2: new as of like today or?
0: It is new as of. I think yeah. he posted it today. Yeah. Uh. There's the link oh, in our Discord. Shit. Do you see Dude, this? What the hell? I didn't see this. Here, chat. Just so your our video folks can. See, so, yeah, this is crazy. Oh he even rendered that out a magazine sick. that it was in. Look at this. So we there's did this? a there's a Fun magazine. Fun Bobby
2: run. is the new forever fan, but new here. Fun Bobby just made some fan art for Corey yesterday. Thought you got a full magazine. This has to go in the magazine, Taz.
0: Yeah, Taz, you out there? <laughs> I haven't heard much <laughs> about like that, that in a while.
2: That magazine that we have that we still have to try and publish. Yep. This ad's got to make it in.
0: What I love is he used my art. Does kind
2: of render out this guy's got vr on his chest and everything but he's like fully spread eagle with no pants on and i just don't have genitalia
1: yeah yeah there's no genitals <laughs> it's,
2: it's, it's astonishingly accurate show
0: me your genitals your genitals um, remember that guy i love that guy
2: but yeah i know this game look a core game for core gamers this is a core game made by core for core oh, gamers it only, uses only-
0: a
1: smell pack yeah, disgusting. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, this guy like really went to town. Have you been on a lake? Rec- have you been to a lake recently? Do you even know what goes on in those things? The classic lake run comes to life in the sixty-four glorious bits this summer. Yep. No need to go camping this time around, so don't bother with the tent and the toilet paper. <laughs> now you can ditch your pants and let loose in the comfort of your own living room. Yep. Get in there and show that lake who's boss, or else the fish win. Yeah. Uh, look
0: at you, dude, that wow. he made a rendered box. It looks just right. He's this got, is incredible, and that line dude. about core gamers, it's, I love this, a core game for core gamers. This is a core game made by core for core gamers only. <laughs> only core gamers apply core at the end. I love it.
2: Oh, my God. Wow. you, Holy shit. A lot of effort went into making this uh, box, man. Can you believe everything
0: that's come out of you just taking a dump in a lake? Can you believe it?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to end the sentence there. Can you believe everything that's come out of you? Oh,
1: somebody says there's 10 hams on the side. I was wondering what's on the side. It's 10 hams. Oh,
0: shut up. That's a good
1: point. Yeah. There are 10 hams. (laughs) There's 10 hams on the side
0: of the box. Okay. Here, chat. Let's zoom in. Look at this. Those are hams on the side. Oh my lord. Oh my god. What is with you guys? You're all talented as hell. Let's all make a big project. I don't know what, but let's do it. Yeah, but get get that
2: uh Taz, Taz the man. Get that ad in the uh magazine.
0: Hell yeah. Why aren't we doing it's that? The, super lake What's his name again? Oh, Fun Bobby shit. is his name, and he deserves it. Fun a big, Bobby. Yeah, big, does big he have a out. Twitter? I wanna I'm gonna post these on Twitter and I'm gonna link uh I wanna to give him credit. Yeah, we wanna give you cred there, yo. Um all right anyway so I played a game called Cassette Beasts. All right you're going to go what Scott what are you doing? Let me tell you about the overwhelmingly positively reviewed Steam game called Cassette Beasts. Yes. Um people really like this game. It's uh somebody wrote it in that Godot engine. Um it is Pokemon but a whole different way of thinking about it. Uh you're it's a beast collector. It's a you know creature collector. So whatever that genre is, turn-based combat. Um, But the weird thing is you carry around a a Walkman, basically, with a bunch of cassettes. And the cassettes, when you put a label on them, is a creature that you can transform into. And you get those labels by capturing them out in battle in the world. And you can put additional labels on the same cassette to give that. It's basically like um, evolutions is the idea. And when you capture them, instead of throwing it, you don't throw a cassette at a creature and try to capture it you kind of zap it and like try to suck it in almost Ghostbuster style. And you have a certain percentage of getting them depending on their difficulty and how good your tapes are. And you've got ability, you've got these pencils that are used. It's an inventory item to use. If you screwed up and didn't catch well, you use a pencil that will rewind the tape and let you try again. Because uh, kids of a certain generation remember rewinding our cassette tapes with a freaking pencil. Anyway, it's all very uh, suggestive regarding like eighties culture and all that. It is a fun ass little game. And if you like uh Pokemon shit and that sort of thing and you want to collect them all, this is a real this is a winner. I like it a lot. Uh so it go check cool. it out.
1: I've added it to my wish list. I like the look of
0: this. Game pass as well if you want to try it. Oh,
1: well maybe I don't have to play on my
0: wish. List. I ended up buying it it's on sale right now for 15. <laughs> <laughs> it's on sale for 15 <laughs> and I was thinking well for 15 and I can put this on my deck I'd rather do that and not stream it. So I did that but you know mileage may vary it's a, it's a good entry price but you can get it on steam or uh, sorry game pass it's great fantastic little little uh indie game uh highly recommend it okay john let's fly over to you here you've been messing with the Nick as well yeah
1: i did uh i installed the garlic os on it yep and then i remembered This is so weird that I didn't think about this, Scott. Like, I don't know. Maybe you've had a similar problem. But I was like, you know, I remember having in this closet behind me a lot more games than (sighs) than than what I had originally. (laughs) And I thought my Amber Nick should reflect that I have all these games. Right. Right. Um, And so I put the games Uh that were missing. Yeah. On the AmberNick, sure. I put in a new a new micro SD and and put on the games that I just that you know I forgot were back there. There's sure. a lot of them. Sure, you know some 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 well knowns. I don't know why I wouldn't have thought that I had them, but some well knowns uh, that just needed to be on there. And so I did that. And uh, I like the Garlic OS a lot better. It looks a lot nicer. But I am glad that you gave a little cheat sheet for what commands do because all of a sudden. Like I had just gotten used to how the Ambernick worked on yeah. the default OS, yeah. and then all of a sudden things stopped working that way, and I was like, "What is going on?"
0: Yeah, it, ba- basically, it's clearly the-
1: better, but now nothing works the way. Expected,
0: yeah, that one function key it basically becomes a shift key in a lot of ways. And the way saves work, loads work, um, going out to the main menu, save states, all you can turn
1: it off and back on, and it has your progress saved Mm -hmm. without draining the battery. Which was the first thing that happened when I got it that kind of bummed me out as I was playing, um, I was playing Castlevania, and I was like, okay, done, hit the button, screen went dark. I was like, all right, it's off, came back later. It's like, you have no battery. I was like, why don't I have any battery? I was. I haven't been playing it. I haven't touched it. Does this console have no battery? And it's because that little, like, standby screen off mode, it kept running, I guess. Mm -hmm. And that's not the case now with this. And you can actually disable it and walk away and then come back and just get right back in the game you were playing. Yeah, it'll it'll continue.
0: It'll put you right where you were. There's a bunch of save slots. I mean, it basically Mm -hmm. uses RetroArch behind it all, which is very fully functional in that regard. But I like the skins. I don't know if you've messed around with skins much, but um, I have some very cool skins to share if you haven't. Um, no,
1: I gotta mess with it. Like right now, it doesn't even have the right time. But I was just happy to have you know
0: all my games on there. all the games that you have in your closet that you have extracted Back and created there. ROMs of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like now like,
1: I'm not gonna get rid of those games now because no, no, no. I you know I need to show I still own them.
0: Right. <laughs> when, it's <laughs> yes, like when you but... you rip your copy of Nightmare Before Christmas from DVD, you you just got to hang on to that DVD. You know, yeah. same deal. Back Same idea. There.
1: It's under something. It's uh, always under something.
0: It's a very, uh, um, it's a really cool device. I love it. Um, Dunaway supposedly. It took
1: so long to do. I had no idea how big those files were going to be. Mm. Like in my head, I knew it when I put in and it didn't need to necessarily be this big, but there was like a, a sale on it. And I was like, okay, I'll go with this, which by the way, Scott, thank you for sending me an SD card reader. Cause oh, I did yeah. not
0: have one. Not a problem.
1: Um, I like that one.
0: That's the one I have. It works real good.
1: It does. It works great. But I, I was like, yeah, I'll just download this and just put these files on. It'll be easy. And then, like, I'm sitting there downloading so many gigabytes. And I was just like, oh, these files take a really long time to download. And then really long time to transfer over. This is not the quick process I thought it was going to be. Because I decided that the best time to do this work was at 2 a.m. <laughs> I was like, I'll just, yeah, I'll just do this real quick.
0: Perfect time. Yeah, perfect time to do it. I mean, I have to admit, I cheated a little bit. I had Dunaway work out, Brian Dunaway from Play Retro. He worked out the what both discs or what both cards need to be configuration-wise. And then just sent me two files so all i had to do was like zip zip and bam it was done still took a little while to copy because you know there's a ton of game files and these are sd cards and they're
1: yeah we own a lot of video
0: games yeah we have a lot of we we own we have a huge i mean you guys can see there's shelves over there of all this 8-bit 16-bit era stuff it's just out of control so now it's all in this little handheld very convenient and i'll keep those in storage um but anyways, it was that part of it was a little bit easier for me. I didn't have to fiddle with it too much. But that Garlic OS upgrade is I think crucial if you really want to get the most out of this device. It's very very good. And um I don't know how updates work. I got to f- get my head around that. I think you can just basically pop yeah, the card in like, and do an update, but I don't know. Like my
1: next video, I watched a great video to help me get it all set up. Mm-hmm. Um, it was let me see if I can find it real quick cuz I don't want to give proper shout out cuz I know Us talking about it unintentionally, we've sold like a hundred of these or something like that. So might as well give a shout out on how I went about doing the next stage. It's kind of a weird YouTube video series because it was like I started watching it. I was like, oh, this is an interesting decision. And then I just really liked it. Uh, It's Tech Dweeb how to install garlic OS in two minutes. And uh, the guy really leans into the like, Hey, I'm a dweeb. I'm going to show you how to do this. He, like he does a voice and everything. And I was like, <laughs> is this going to get annoying? But it was really great info. It was really well shown. Very clear. Very concise. It called? And, star-dweeb? Uh, it's tech oh, <laughs> dweeb. Star dweeb, dweeb, dweeb is a cool name.
0: I like star dweeb, but yeah, tech dweeb.
1: Uh, it was good. So uh, the next one I'm going to watch is how to do the update. But um, it's it's really, really good. It's really uh, like, good, yeah.
0: Also, you may not know this. I don't know if you know this because I don't think it was on the cheat sheet. But if you press, when you're out in any of the menus, so not in a game, and you press select, you'll notice your battery will change icons like you might get a little plus. And then if you hit it again, you get two pluses. If you hit it again, you'll go back to neutral or get negatives. And what that is is it's setting CPU clock speed for sometimes you might want that. Like if it's a really demanding game and you want to get the best possible performance, you get the two pluses and now it'll use max PC. It'll basically overclock the CPU to run those games better. But there are tons of games where they just don't need that kind of juice. So you want to like extend your battery life another eight hours or something. You knock it down to, to the two minuses for a game that doesn't care and you're golden still plays the same, but you're not, you're not using so much of the CPU. It's, It's pretty cool how that works. And that's that's a garlic thing, anyway. Thrad, look it up, Google it, guys. Garlic OS is cool. Okay. Uh, next up, yeah.
1: Uh, just do a frog wrestling check in because uh, I just I actually I'm going to talk a little bit about what I did this week, and I do have video if you want to show it I will. Uh, from this week's uh, show. Yep. Uh, we had a royal rumble this week. Um, got to do that, but the big thing is next week next wednesday twitch.tv slash craftless rogue to get my plug in here yep. yeah, yeah i am do doing it. my first ever you don't have to pay for it but we're calling it a pay-per-view uh, uh it is gonna be a huge it's gonna be a huge event um we are gonna be normally i do f- three, four, five matches max in a in a streaming session it's a pretty quick stream overall um but <laughs> I'm, so sorry.
0: I'm sorry showing, dunaway's, showing
1: dunaway's entrance and i love dunaway's entrance it's so, so good
0: it's so energetic my gosh hope he's seen this anyway keep talking uh
1: great. but anyway
2: you're saying now
1: it's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be seven matches. Oh no, no, no! Every title is gonna be on the line. Yeah, there's gonna be a new a new wrestler who Scott knows quite well. Yeah, the only tease I'll give. Yep. Uh, every title on the line, possibly the breakup of uh, the core organization because I, I don't know if you know this, Scott, but the winner of the Royal Rumble, uh. the number one contender for your title, me.
0: Oh shit.
1: <laughs> so Nerf uh, Jagger,
0: Nerf Jagger. I'm telling yes, you. Yes.
1: Uh it's uh so I'm I'm coming for that title. Man. And uh we're going to see how it all goes. Definitely uh, a
0: pay-per-view event for sure. It's a strong storyline. Hold on. When did yeah. you give when did you give Dunaway a power glove? Has that been
1: there the whole time? That's been the whole time. So the story with Dunaway is that through the power of the power glove, he turns into super Dunaway. So he comes out in kind of normal clothes. yeah. But now you'll see he's kind of dressed like Mario. He's
2: like a dark mode Mario.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So
1: he turns into super Dunaway with the power glove.
0: <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I love it. All right, so this week is a big moment. Then, for is he yeah. fighting there? Who is that? That's Ben. That's Ben. Yeah,
1: he, he turns super he saiyan. Oh, okay, so
0: Ben is like yeah. When he dude. comes out, he looks like a very nice, helpful person at a at a GameStop is what he looks like, and then <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: and then you get him on the in the thing, and he turns into freaking Goku.
1: Yeah, all his clothes uh, blow up except for his socks, which uh, stay intact. Because look at them; They're, those things are going to stay intact. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And yeah, uh, he gets the socks. super scenic. Oh, oh shit!
2: Here comes Bo.
0: Bo entered the ring. What? Yeah, is yeah. this? I'm a little one? bit behind
2: you guys. It's not, hang on. What? Why, why did? <laughs> oh shit!
0: Why did Bo suddenly appear? Well, Bo. So th- that's appeared. the nature of
1: the Royal Rumble. So that's what makes the Royal Rumble so fun: is every 60 seconds, a new competitor comes down to the ring. You get uh, thrown over the top rope and you get eliminated. So uh, it's just, and you, you go until there's no people left. So, wow. That's okay. the nature of the match.
0: This is what I'm learning. I'm learning new things today about wrestling. I never understood. This makes sense to me now. So, the
1: Royal Rumble is fun. Like, most people who don't like wrestling will still go, Yeah, but we watch the Royal Rumble. Like, the Royal Rumble is one of the most fun wrestling matches in
0: existence. Yeah. And you still have not played this game. Just don't want to be clear about that.
1: None. Somebody asked me that yesterday. They're like, John, have you played the game yet? No,
0: not at all. There's no I've
1: played none of this game.
0: You've controlled none of these characters, not even once. It's 100% just, uh oh, here comes a new challenger and you watch it and commentate and that's it.
1: Yep. 90 hours played of this game and zero of it actually playing a video game.
0: Garrett's got a real uh, winter soldier vibe to him when he's in the ring.
1: Yeah, kind of winter soldier kind of uh I mean when he's got the coat on he looks straight out of my chemical romance which was
0: the goal. That's perfect. But yeah. He
1: wanted to be the spooky business character, you know, like your undertaker, Kane. Sure. Or uh he really likes he doesn't Garrett doesn't watch a lot of wrestling, but he does know because his wife watches uh who Darby Allen is. Yeah. He he really wanted to be based on him, so that's the inspiration for Garrett. <laughs> what? Why
0: What is Ben's hold you in the crotch thing? Is that a move? (laughs) What do we got going on? That's a pretty normal wrestling thing. Yeah, no,
1: you get him there. You do a little pose. You do a little styling. It's, you know, it's a dominant position.
2: You got the enemy's head in your crotch, and then you go, you know, like, yeah, cheer for me because I've got him all,
0: uh, you know, in a submission hold between my thighs. Oh, shit. Tom Meredith. And you
2: you give him the powerbomb from there or something like that.
0: This is amazing. I love it. So I think this might be the first Wednesday I get to tune in. Um, I've been very busy on my Wednesdays, but I this will be the first one. So it sounds like a good one. No, I'll dude, I'll like
2: yeah. it's it's okay. Like people people will be watching me stream, and they'll be like, uh, "John's wrestling is on." I'm gonna go. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> they, 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 actually, like they leave. Like it's the hottest ticket when it's airing. Yeah. on Wednesdays for sure.
0: It's amazing. It's
1: a lot of fun. We're gonna be starting a little early. Normally we start at 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, we're gonna be doing a pre-match. Uh, a pre. Pay per view match uh, at four thirty, and then kind of just chatting up until yeah, five. So
2: <laughs> and uh... you need to put that on your ad, like free pay per view. Yeah. There's got to be yeah, a pay per view logo. Yeah.
1: Well, now wrestling calls them premium live events because the pay-per-view model hasn't existed for a while, but I just hate that name so much.
0: Yeah, I don't like it Like,
1: hey, everybody, we're doing a premium live event. It just sounds dumb.
2: But everyone still calls it pay-per-view, right? Yes,
1: everyone still says pay-per-view, even though it it hasn't really been a
2: pay-per-view for years. But it is still, you're still paying to view, right? Like, it's a. I mean, of sort time? of. Like, now it's just it on
1: Peacock. Like, if you want to watch WrestleMania, you just have to have a Peacock. Series. Yeah, you oh, have
0: really? Peacock. Song. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I have Peacock, and I still haven't used it for that. What about but... the old
2: stuff? Is the old stuff still accessible on the back catalog on Peacock?
1: Yeah, Peacock has the, uh, I don't know, I keep saying Peacock, and it just always sounds wrong.
2: <laughs> um, sounds Bo like just got
1: eliminated, clock. unfortunately. Freacock. He was the first one out. There goes oh, Dan away. Oh, uh, but uh, yeah, anyway, Peacock has all the bad Who's, the, who's the
2: guy in the pants? That's Tom Merritt. Is it? Yeah. Okay, his look changes a lot. He, he's got like a I'm an Irish hotel manager. Yeah, color. I gave him I, so
1: the Tom is in charge of a new faction. He's in charge of the mod syndicate. And okay. they have this weird, like, color theme that I went with uh, I for them. This. So it's like quasi-business suits with, like, really bright colors highlighting yeah. it. I and thought he was
2: a detective, but now he looks like he works at a hotel. Yeah, it
3: kinda uh, he kind of does. Yeah, like a he's concierge. Just in charge
1: of it. Yeah, that's great. Randy comes to the ring like a chef. Now he looks like yeah. he's a butcher at, at in the troy, ring. That's the totally thing. It's totally Randy.
2: I associate him with Chorizo and telling
0: Scott how he has to try certain foods certain yep. ways. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. And then yeah. Ibit coming in here like a wild man. Totally those pants. Like the second you <laughs> see is, his pants.
2: It was so funny because it just looks like his outfit is I took my shirt off. I'm just like, no, 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 no. I just have no shirt off. Yeah, <laughs> You're not
0: wrong. It's so perfect. wait, I just realized I have not come into this fight. Am I in this fight tonight?
1: No, you're not. Because this is just a fight to see who's going to be the number one contender for your title, For me. So.
0: And it's you, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, it does end up being me. Yeah, uh, spoilers. I'm Spoiler. running the thing, which has turned kind of an awkward thing because as the person who runs it. There's definitely like. I won and immediately chat was just rigged, 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 (laughs) rigged, going up across the board. Totally rigged, totally rigged. Um, You know, it doesn't matter that when I tested the match before the live event, Brian Dunaway won twice in a row. And I was like, okay, well, this seems fine. And I had a plan for anybody to win except me. But sure enough. I won. So that's wow. the way it always goes. Wow. The you AI never, is going to do the thing you don't expect. Yep. Uh, ben had a fantastic showing, though. He he was almost in the final two, and he was the first one out. So.
0: Yep. Look at Grosjeel up there with his – or uh, Kyle. Grosjeel. Grosjeel. It
1: wasn't even his character's no, name. No, it's not even close.
0: I,
2: I, I love that you remember that's that. That's what it made me think of.
0: It was like, oh, yeah, the eye of Grosjeel came into the ring. Yeah. Um, the yeah i'll tune in for that we got to see if jorts can hold his own and uh or if John yeah is gonna I mean, take it.
1: it's gonna be exciting we're, we're opening match uh i mean besides the pre-show is gonna be Isle versus me for the dragon beef championship i could walk out with two belts i could walk out with no belts
2: oh my god uh, super rigged super rigged that you know who
1: knows what's gonna happen so you're you and bo's tag team titles are up as well yeah. so
0: yep it's a big sh- It's a big shift. A big pivotal moment, really, in the Frog Wrestling Championship. Rumble. I need a
2: manager. I need Crofton, the manager.
1: Oh, yeah. and we're going to be crowning our first uh, women's champion.
2: Ah, oh,
0: sweet. Uh,
1: so that title is going to be available. We're going to be having a match between Dearest Martha and Kristen, who are both uh, two and one for win loss records. So I figured it makes sense that they're the they're in contention. How's um,
0: has Kim and Carter done yet? Have they wrestled yet?
1: No, I'm I'm working on but we'll do a core exclusive. I'm working on Carter right now. Oh, okay, she's cool. going to be she's going to be in the pre-show match.
2: I mean, is there anybody with sick web skills? I feel like this whole <sighs> thing needs a website just like, you know, to see I want to see like all the stats and the pictures. Oh, I guarantee. <laughs> that was the
1: other thing I worked on yesterday. I sent my wife. She's in Tucson right now and she was working. She was doing her actual job support her family and i sent her a text message in the middle of the day and i said i need an excel formula for win-loss ratios
0: yeah oh <laughs> can
1: my God. you give it to me and she's like what do your columns look like so i explained them to her and she sent me the excel formula because i was just didn't want to be bothered with it and then i spent the day figuring out win-loss ratios and all of that i do i have a four tab excel document with who beat who, who's won, what matches, all of it. Yeah, oh, we wow. need all
0: those stats, and those need to be put on the website. I could probably wing... If I had the data, I might probably have what I need for that on the frog. We'd, it'd be frogfans.com slash frog. wrestling yeah. or something, but I don't know. We'll figure it out. Someone. Yeah, will, we, someone will not, like t-
2: not that I want to give Taz work. I mean, it's just volunteer or something, but you know, someone with some skills just to put together like the, the image with some a title or
0: something. Well,
1: and Taz and, made the logo uh, that's on everything.
2: I mean, like I oh, he did. frog
1: wrestling logo for everything. And that was Taz who made that.
0: Yeah. It looks awesome by the way. And these are all up on your YouTube channel as well. So if you guys are like, wait, I hate VODs. How do I get these? Go to I YouTube. Mean, it's too much
2: work just to do for a thing that's for fun, but I just like picturing yeah. website,
0: you know, youtube.com slash craftless rogue as well. Uh, go, yep. go consume is it. it has any,
1: has any betting started yet on this stuff? I mean, there's sort of betting, so uh, Twitch will let you bet channel points, and Whoa, so nice. we've been betting channel points. Not that you can do anything cool with them, although people have given me some ideas on that, um,
2: but yeah, well, we do
1: channel, do that, we do channel cool. point betting for each match. Has, that,
2: has anybody, like, approached you from, like, those sports betting places? They're like, oh, shit like uh no i, I doubt it. they should they should I will
1: definitely if you were if you were coming to me with an offer of giving me money the
2: i, I have this like serious. fantasy in my head a year, year later after john's doing this and john is like raking in uh, you know 500 grand a month on on, on like royalties from gambling <laughs> the whole thing's at a live casino now <laughs> you're, yeah. just,
0: you're just going down just a giant screen I, like I just
1: like that people like it. I have people every week. Like I my favorite message that I've gotten and I've gotten versions of this but someone just said, "John, you don't understand" How important this has become to me like they've gotten so invested in the story that line they're like i no, know I've it's dumb it. but i'm yeah. really invested and i just need you to know how invested i am I think it's that's it's correct. like
2: an actually like good product like like as i watch it and i get it i'm like yeah let me just watch a few minutes of my friends broadcast mean you know be nice thing to do and then i i watch three matches and i'm like oh i didn't win i'm like it's video game which is like ai figuring itself out why am i like actually thinking that this someone's
0: gonna win and it matters well it's because it's all the people we it. know his commentary is amazing john does really good it's with the color
2: commentary yeah. is what does it there's a storyline a fantasy that you're kind of
0: fulfilling while you do it and it's incredible i've only been able to see the archives seeing it live sounds like the jam so i'm gonna be there wednesday see how it all goes yeah. Spe- especially because yeah, my damn should. title's on the line good lord yeah twice you're, you're gonna you the op character scott yeah I don't. I don't know how I got there, but I'll. I'll come. I'll come ready to root for whatever happens to me. How about that? That's what we'll do. Nerf Jagger. Okay. Pay per view. John, you also.
1: There will be nerfs. I will say that I'm going to be nerfing some people.
0: You also did some. Final. Speaking of Final Fantasy, we've talked a lot about that today. How's something's going on in fourteen? What's going on over there? What's uh on? that's sixteen. Oh, so, oh um, shit! The demo for sixteen and all that. I totally forgot. Yeah.
1: So I haven't played it yet. My so it turns out, um, I was gonna just play the demo. I was like, I'll just play it real quick before core. But the demo for Final Fantasy sixteen is the prologue for the game, Two and hours. progress will carry over to the actual game when it comes out. So it's not something that you go, oh, well, I got to replay through all of this. Like it will continue. So my plan is that uh, I'm going to stream it because the plan is to stream the entire game. So that is going to be happening next week. Next week is going to be a big Final Fantasy 16 week. I'm going to try and stream all of my time playing that game. I'm going to try and get the demo played uh, early in the week before Frog Wrestling and then the game comes out on the 22nd so i gotta figure out how to get the ps5 set up to stream and all of that and we're gonna be figuring that out but uh by all accounts that game is phenomenal it looks great it's getting an insanely good reception um people are really buzzing about it i i couldn't be more excited so i'm gonna be doing content around that next
0: week yeah it's uh it's enough hot, hot or uh, positive buzz that I'm, I'm think I'm getting it day one. I'm just gonna get it. Why not? I have a PlayStation Five just sitting here. Why don't I play it? You know,
1: I've heard it's awesome.
0: Yeah, hearing good things, and I know it's you know we're talking mainly about a prologue and two hours, but people are like, "Holy shit, this is
1: really good." Yeah, I've heard a lot of people that played those two hours and went, "I'm so mad that I have to wait a week to play more." Mm-hmm. So it's
0: almost like a, a sub sign. subcategory on YouTube and Twitch where you, people you, you react you to it.
2: You think so? This is play. Oh, I don't own a PlayStation, I can't play it. Okay,
0: yeah, no PS5 for you. <laughs> enjoy, there. Enjoy too.
2: your Final Fantasy 16. Right. <laughs> I was about to say, you mean I should buy this day and date because it's probably be a pretty good game to stream. It'd be a lot of interest,
0: you'll in bring a, a console day. home with you if you do, <laughs> if you go buy it day and date. Unfortunately, yeah. oops. 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 Um PC version though is work is on in the works. They've confirmed that, right? We just don't have a any uh, kind of time no, on. I
1: think they're still being cagey about it.
0: Oh, I thought that was out.
1: It's like it was I think the original announcement said it was also coming to PC and then that dropped off. And then they've been kind of like, hey, they're like, hey, is it coming out on PC? And they're like, you should buy a PS5 to play it. They're like, well, that yeah. doesn't answer the question. <laughs> that doesn't tell yeah. me. That's so I think we're gonna hear about it at some point after the game has released.
0: Yeah, well, there you go. Watch for the. I think it'll happen, but it'll be a bit. I think it'll. Happen. Uh, okay, let's. Oh, Bo. Anything else do you play this week besides the hardcore D four? <laughs> no, no other games. That's not, it.
2: Not even any mobile games. Like nothing. Like I, heart of a champion. <laughs> like, I, if I'm awake, I'm spending time playing Diablo or doing nothing. So I've literally done nothing else. Wow. I I'm mean, look. Yeah. I get it you committed and you committed hard. I barely, you know, I barely did what I barely ate and, and- did what I needed to do to clean myself and all that stuff. Yeah, just a, little, just a yeah. little. Every
1: now and then, Bo leans to the side, and Sifroth's sword looks like he's wearing a weird iPad. <laughs> yeah, it does a little bit.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, did your they mom go. ever do like like uh, Cartman's mom and come in with like a poop tray Bastard. or battery like
2: bathroom. No, Bastard. she never. Bastard. She never did the poop tray thing, but it was a blessing having her around. She definitely made some meals that I wouldn't have been able to make for myself during that time. So that's great. I appreciate that from her. And, you know, we did like do some groceries. Like I did spend a bit of time doing some life stuff, but at minimum, I'm like, okay, I'm ordering the groceries and I'll bring them up, but you put them away. (laughs) Yep, That kind of thing. Like, see you mom. um, (laughs) I'll be be in sanctuary for the next foreseeable. Bye. Well, the funny thing is it's it's not a see you mom. Like this is my, if you look here, like that's the kitchen, right? Yeah. So, like, I'm right here. I'm in the, I'm not hidden in some basement or something like that. Like, I, the torture is like plain view.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, it's, she got full view of you. you come into time. the
2: kitchen and you just see me here going, like, Ugh. <laughs> But I'm talking to myself because, like, I'm streaming the whole time, too. So it's like, I'm not just playing a game, I'm talking to people. I'm like, oh, that demon mm. almost got me. Yeah. I wanted to say, I did want to say one other thing, but I can't remember now. It was just yeah. like, it was funny, but I, it's a lot. <laughs> Everybody give Bo a
1: courtesy laugh cuz he's tired and he can't remember <laughs> his joke. Yeah,
2: no, there was a, another like thing. I was
0: like, "Oh, I need to share
2: that, but um I forgot it now."
0: Yeah. You've so. definitely lost that lost it, but if it comes back, you blurt it out. you were ready for it when you're ready. Don't worry about oh,
2: it. Oh, that was the Oh, I remember what I wanted to say. Okay. I I wonder if they had a Megan Fox clip waiting for me. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah,
0: that's I mean, right.
2: I, I probably not. I mean, I think i'm I'm not at that level of you know it's the rikers and the shrouds and those people who you know probably they made one but yeah she, she read off people by name so and i'm assuming she wasn't there on set because it looked like it was produced so it had to have been done in advance for certain certain names. streamers yeah. and personalities but i'm like maybe i mean like maybe some uh, diablo devs are listening and maybe they're like hey you should put one for gore but i did say it wasn't gonna play up until two days before so you know yeah but still all i all that to say is i wonder if there's like a you know in attaining 100 i may not have got to it you know you listed all the things that might have happened had i died you know earlier especially just before 100 i wonder if there was a megan fox probably not but
0: I just I wonder if they're there i swear my my our um blizzards marketing budget around this game both pre and post feels like the national debt level of money like how did yeah. it just, they went that, crazy it, it,
2: that's why overwatch 2 campaign mode got canceled that was all the death money.
1: that was the money and it doesn't stop it's been out for two weeks and they're still they like well we it. put diablo on top of a
2: building
0: yeah yeah or oh look uh lilith is flying through the air in the in some city in singapore like <laughs> it's like what are we doing what are you guys doing you, yeah.
2: they, you did, are- they did a church too i think they did a display in a church where they made it all hellish which by the way kudos to that church for letting you Demons, stand. like what the what the hell? Like, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, they must yeah, have got. See, that's
0: yeah. what I'm saying though. Feel like they have got unlimited.
2: There must be a priest there who really likes to play Diablo, but you know, don't tell the Vatican.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like Rod well, Ferguson. Guys, Rod, uh, Rod Rod Ferguson left his job over at Gears of War, walked in that room, yeah. and said, "I'll take this job under one condition." Bill Gates levels of marketing money. Thank you very much. Behind <laughs> the line, that's how it is. Uh,
1: it's June seventeenth. Nothing's really going on, Uh but. Diablo has turned the oceans red.
2: <laughs>
0: all oceans are red. All
2: oceans so they just, they red. They just poured red dye number five in yeah, all the oceans. But all the like,
0: oceans. It's like a massive multi-billion dollar effort to turn it all red. It's just uh, crazy to me. The
2: smoke you might be seeing in the States, that's not Diablo marketing. Yeah. Just FYI,
0: that's actually a forest fire in Canada. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. We've been breathing it in but, and grooving yeah, on it's it. It's terrible. Hey? It's bad. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. We usually have um, our own, so it's weird having somebody else's to deal with, but whatever. Yeah.
2: No, but anyways, I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of proud, but also sad I don't have a Megan Fox clip.
0: Oh, that's I all right.
2: Wish, I wish
1: we could hear it. I wish they would just privately send it to you anywhere. She's like, hey, go forth.
0: <laughs> get I forth. you
1: overestimated <laughs> your ability to fight Dina Hold on a second.
0: Machine Gun Kelly, take the dog out for a second. <laughs> I'm doing one of these things. Are they still together? I don't know. They might be. I don't know. I think so. I don't know. He sucks. Um, All right. Moving on to. uh, He was was never the same after Eminem. No. That little fight.
2: With that that rap battle.
0: Yeah. He even changed his. He kind of changed his genre after that rap battle.
2: Yeah. yeah, he, He got owned so hard. He got blasted into
0: a different genre of music. He really did. It's really insane. Um, All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back from this break, we're going to do a Dear Martha, a little bit different today for Dear Martha. So it's kind of exciting. I'm going to see how that is in a second. We'll talk some more about some big stories, quick email, and a matchup this week. Be thinking now who you think used the term full throated, and we'll tell you what the results of that poll were before we play it. That's all coming up right after this quick break. (laughs) And we're back, everybody. Thank you for your patience. It's time for us to play a little bit of Dear Martha time. Now, the thing with Dear Martha is normally it's like a steam review or it's a magazine review from a long time ago or something like that. But John, today you're doing something a little different. You want to set this up at all?
1: Sure, we're doing something a little different. We're harkening uh, back to an era where the core podcast featured quality game show content on it, and uh, we're we're <laughs> going back to the those days. We're going to do a Dear Martha game show. Bo, Scott, your contestants.
3: Welcome oh, to the Lord. first ever oh, my Dear Lord. Martha game show. Oh,
2: oh, no. I don't know if I'm. Okay.
1: Now, here's I how it works. It's simple. It. It's not going to take a lot of time. It's going to be
2: easy. <laughs> uh, Sorry. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mute my mic. I see
1: Bo reacts to Dear Martha game shows in much the way I react to. No, no, sorry. (laughs) I had to
2: sneeze and I couldn't find my mute button fast enough. I'm sorry. It's all good. It was a good one. So
1: here are the rules. Uh, I'm going to read a Dear Martha review. And then I'm going to name four possible games that that review was from. Okay. You have to guess which game you think the review
0: is from. Okay.
1: Okay. Using context clues.
0: Okay, cool. And I'm going to you All want the, do you want the music like we usually do it?
1: Uh do yeah once it's time to read the letter. So okay. if everybody's familiar with the rules, I will read the Dear Martha letter.
0: All right, and do we burst in with like I know or do we wait till you're done?
1: No, I'll give you four options at the end.
0: Okay. All right, here we go.
1: My dearest Martha, this has to be the most repetitive and awful game to grind. Send drones, repair drones. Spend money to repair drones, hope the drones get what you need, buy crap, etc. is just too boring and repetitive. Very boring graphics. I'm sure this is great for some people, but I just found the mundane tasks all the time utterly boring and labor-intensive. Too much work, effort, for very little reward. This is on my block list. Never <laughs> To play again. <laughs> Yours in this life and the next. Core Marine 99.
0: Okay. Give us our All right. four. I have so an idea, but I want to hear the four. There's
1: there's your review. I'm going to name four titles now, and it is a review for one of these games. Okay. Um, your first option is the game Mob Factory. Okay. Option two, Clone Drone in the Danger Zone. <laughs>
0: These are all actual games? These are all probably. Okay.
1: Um, probably. Option number three is Watch Dogs 2. Okay. And option number four, Once a porn a Time.
0: <laughs> I want it to be Once a porn a Time, but I don't think it's
2: going to be. It might be. be okay.
0: Um, let's uh
1: let's go with Scott first. Which game do you think it's
0: first? I'm going to say it's the if, uh, if you need me to repeat the options, I will. Give me the what's the Ubisoft one again? It's uh, a <laughs> mob
1: factory? Yeah. Clone drone in the danger zone. Yeah. Watch Dogs 2 or Once a Porn a Time?
0: Watch Watch Dogs 2. I'm going to go with that. You're going to say
1: Watch Dogs 2. Okay, yeah. Scott is in for Watch Dogs 2. Bo which game do you think it's from?
0: Let's go with Once Upon a Time. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not? Just let it rip. Let it be what it's going to be.
1: I'm excited to say we have a winner this week Our <laughs> Dear Martha, the Game Show. Wow. Beau, congratulations. What? This is a review for Once porn a
2: Time. What? Do not pull the game up on stream.
0: <laughs> well, wait a minute.
2: What? Like, can I pull the game up now so I can understand why. Yeah, I, got I need it right? to
0: see too. Once upon, no, nope, a porn, a porn. Sorry, a time Steam. Okay, what, what, that's a different game. So, what's the drone bit? I have no idea. it's on sale right now. I was
1: looking. <laughs> I was looking for. I was looking for. Funny Steam reviews. I saw a porn game. That's usually a nice little nest bed for funny reviews. I saw this and went, "This doesn't seem like a review for this game." Let's make a game show.
0: Oh, it's just kind of a cartoon. Oh shit! Okay, never mind. (laughs) Yeah, it's porny. I'd look like very Disney at first, and I went, "Oh, this is fine." And then, well, image number three will tell you all you need to know. I think uh, there. Uh, Let's see. Meet new coworkers. Corrupt fairy tales. It's not, it's not uh, what you do with drones. Let's see. Uh, first and foremost, it's important to know, play the entire first chapter.
2: Yeah, I've not seen any
0: drones in the image. I love this. Other. This is a negative review. There comes a time in every man's life when he needs to take a look at himself in the mirror and wonder exactly how he reached such a place. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right, I'm shocked by this. There must be drones, though, right? There must I- be
1: guess i don't know i didn't play it i'm just reading the reviews
0: the uh video i'm um, going through it there seems to be goodness all right uh, <laughs> there's a bomb going off i don't see any drones that's crazy Are you sure this guy played this game feels like he's reading something else this dude i guess not all right well that was fascinating yeah, <laughs> i like that a lot thanks for that, John. Yeah, yeah that was fun yeah. it was like a return to the the old uh core days when we had little contests here and there so what is it we call it dear marthepardy yeah marthepardy
1: marthepardy is great is great kind yes, of hard to that's say what we
0: do uh all right nicely done let's get to some other news uh you want to pay 15 bucks for pve and overwatch too i got good news for you you can do that uh to add insult or injury in my opinion They stopped doing the uh, the cool Overwatch PVP or PVE they had planned, and instead now will give you kind of watered down PVE content for fifteen bucks. So enjoy.
1: I mean, you can pay more than fifteen bucks if you want. You can also pay forty bucks for it.
0: Yeah, because then you get what a bunch of shit. You get a bunch of
1: (laughs) yep. That's right.
0: Free to play (laughs) shit. Um. It's fine. Look, I get a free to play games going to have some some of this. And I actually assumed that the even the good stuff we thought we were going to get, I assumed that was going to cost me money. So I guess this isn't that different. I don't know what it was.
1: It makes a lot of sense, but it is. I mean, it's just it does not look good to go. Hey, that thing we promised we were going to give you isn't coming. Hey, here's the makeup for it. Now, please give us money for it.
0: Yeah, it's another weird look, right? Yeah. They'll probably get it. I mean, I don't know what else they would... Why did my controller just freak out? Let's put that over there. <laughs> I don't like what that just did. It, <laughs> like, jumped off the table almost. Okay, there we go. Uh, yeah, I don't like it either. It's a bad look. Uh, wow might also be getting some microtransactiony stuff in the form of their trading post uh, content, which I thought was pretty cool while I was playing. But... Yeah,
1: people really, really like the trading post. It is... Uh, it... Honestly, it's the thing that got me the closest to giving WoW yet another shot again. Yeah. I was like, I, like, I kind of tried Dragonflight, and I was like, eh, just maybe I'm done with this period of my life. And then they announced the trading post, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is really cool. The amount of times I wish the trading post had been in there when I played was very high. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's now been data mined a piles of currency, the currency you use at the trading post, in various quantities, much like a lowest bonus best value type form and it seems like maybe instead of just playing the game to get this currency you will be able to in one way or another pay real money for it
0: yeah and i don't i don't know who's asking for that but somebody somewhere is
1: bobby Kotick is asking for that yeah.
0: character named kabi botik has asked for yep. this And uh, boy, howdy, is he going to get it? So anyway, that seems to be a thing, and no one's happy about it. Uh, We also got a first look at Armored Core 6. Uh, It's not a ton. I was hoping for more, to be honest, but it's enough for me to already... I was already convinced I'm going to get this. I love the Armored Core games. Um, I didn't even... I mean, back in those days, Souls-like weren't a thing yet, and these aren't Souls-likes. But, you know, it's from software. It's like their legacy for me at the time was Armored Core. And now everyone thinks of them as something else. But Armor Core coming back, man. So excited. Fires the Rubicon. It looks it.
1: really good. I'm excited for it. It, yep. it looks very, very cool.
0: We have a release date on this? Not this year, is it? Or is it? Uh, oh, no. I'm sorry. August. Jeez, a busy August. Yeah. August 25th. I thought it was early next year. Um, yeah. PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, and PC. All getting it. And we don't know what the frame rate is. <laughs> I
1: sorry. probably, I don't know. I don't, I don't
0: know. They use a lot of environmental tricks to have sparse areas. I'll bet this is 60 on a console. It doesn't oh, well.
1: look like it's trying to be overly technical with its look. It looks like a stylized game.
0: Yeah. And, and yeah, there's something about that that gives me hope, at least for the new, for the current gen, not the old gen. The old gen's probably screwed, but whatever. Uh, Steam got a new UI update. It annoyed me, I'll tell you that, because A, it looks old. I don't know what they're thinking. Um, B, well,
1: I mean, that's what I put in the notes. That's my little, uh, that's my offering, which is, it's certainly not a modern UI, but it's not as old as it was. Yeah, It's like, instead of going back in time 15 years, you're only going back in time 7.
0: What annoyed me most about it, though, was not so much the retro look of it. Is that they reset all my filters, and I didn't expect that. So all my like how I list my games, what groups I have, and all that stuff all screwed up. I had to go redo it. And that may be a, just a me thing, a one off thing problem, but I don't know if anyone else saw that. But that screwed up all that stuff. But it's fine. I it didn't just,
1: ever really play with them all that much. It I looks like two thousand
0: eight. It looks like two thousand eight Steam. I don't know what they're doing.
1: I mean, they're they're trying to make it modern. I. I really wish, you know, you would think Steam would have a really modern, sleek looking interface. And it's just, like you said, it's a couple, it's many years behind.
0: Yeah. And it was all, it was already fine. (laughs) Like I'm looking at their web version. It's fine. The, The new desktop version just doesn't look as good as the current web version. And I don't understand. And the thinking, I don't know. Whatever, it's fine. Not that, not that it's. Gonna- I'm.
1: Ha- I'm happy.
0: I want them to evolve it. I just
1: wanted them to get closer to today.
0: Yeah, that would have been nice.
1: <laughs> That's all. It used to look like Windows ninety five. Yeah. Then they upped it to Windows ninety eight, and we've been living there for a while. And now we've entered the Windows Vista era of Steam.
0: Yeah, it's not big jumps. I and mean, I realize their, you know, their interfaces. Is- covers a lot. It's not as simple as, you know, Epic's just like, here are big giant postage stamp pictures of the game you got you bought. Here you go, click it. This is to be fair,
1: I hate the Epic store and it's, launch. It.
0: It's got problems the whole other uh, other side of this. You know?
1: Like I you know, I may joke about Steam looking old, but Steam functions really, really well. Uh and maybe some of that is me just being used to it and you know you're you're familiar with it so you don't notice all the issues with it. But like the amount of times I accidentally launch a game on Epic because I expect to be able to click it and then select like, hey, I want to uninstall it or move it or just see the game details. Mm-hmm. And it launches the game or I have to do crazy filters on my store page because they want all the icons to be really big and huge. Like Epic's got a lot bigger problems Uh It certainly looks like more modern, but it's got bigger issues than Steam does. Yeah,
0: for sure. So Um, The chat, there's the version of it. I just brought mine up on my desktop. It's just, I don't know, these menus with the underline. I don't know. It just feels old. I don't like it.
2: Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the Steam update for sure.
0: Yeah, it's not great. Anyway, whatever. It's still a better service than anybody else has, so... What are you gonna
2: do? Not oh, terrible, just not great. Uh, just seem I don't
0: know. I'm with John. Function <laughs> over form, right? Like form matters, but it doesn't matter that much. I mean, big screen mode still great. Uh, Steam Deck's basically big screen mode. No problems there. They didn't redo that, so just run in big screen mode and forget they have this version. It's fine. Um, I kind of wish big screen was just more like the. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I could go on for days about interfaces and UXs, but they'll do what they're gonna do. Finally, a streamer disguised toast, what? Streamer disguised toast who purchased two esports teams recently reports that esports is failing to zero with a rocket pack. Oh, falling to zero with a rocket pack. So, what's the deal here?
2: He's so sorry. Sorry about the sentence. I did write that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: seems to be a a bit of in how the notes are written.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that one's a little Uh, rough. Yeah, so I mean, awake to
1: sleepy.
2: Mm. The Sky's Toast is a pretty well known streamer, but he's not like maybe S tier like your Dr. Mustaches or whatever. But he's pretty well known. And he bought two esports, like a Valorant team. And then he that was going bad. And so he bought a League of Legends team. And well, the, the Riot was sort of pulling back on stuff. So the lcs has gone on strike yeah the players have gone on strike and he bought sort of before and he was like kind of i guess people when you have investments like that you don't really come out and say it's going bad because that's your business and saying that stuff has like a cascading effect but he's a streamer you know he kind of lives quasi online or you know sharing a lot of stuff so he's just kind of candid mm-hmm. about esports overall and he was just saying like he he intended to spend half a million and his accountant was like, you are now spent a million dollars on this. And there's little splotches where he's like, why is there no numbers on this part of the spreadsheet? And the accountant's like, well, that's where we would put the revenue coming in. And there's zero revenue coming in. Mm. And, you know, you've kind of heard articles to that effect uh, from other you know there's a few other streamers I think Ludwig and Moist Critical have a team and Yeah I know uh, I know playing.
1: Charlie at Moist Critical has said like we do it because we love it it certainly makes no money.
2: Yeah. And there's been a lot of that and you know cuz remember there's a period of time when, like Overwatch was asking for a lot of money for investment there's going to be a big studio we're trying to make esports a thing. It seems like, and we've talked about it on the show before, but mainly in the context of the esports that we like that have failed. But it seems like over the past weeks and months, um, more and more signs point to, like, the esports era of whatever this online thing we do is, Twitch and YouTube and stuff, is, like, drawing to a close. Like, there's... It just makes me sad. Like, I know Trixler went over to uh, hang out with Kaldor in Germany and they're doing a HOTS tournament, you know, for fun. There's still going to be community driven stuff, but it looks like, in. It looks like, A, investment in a team, like if you want to get into esports or be a competitor, looks like that era is, like, kind of on the way out. (coughs) And, um,. You know certainly uh, from the company side of things and then so it, it just seems it just makes me sad mm. that's all you know and yeah I, I just i find it really bums me out because like competitive gaming is fun it is fun to watch fostering these things are great i like that kind of stuff uh it's breaking my heart yeah. breaking my heart frodo or well not, i think maybe maybe
0: <laughs> esports just needs a longer <laughs> esports e- needs a longer tail to grow and do it on its own organically and not be forced into growing that's what's been happening lately it's just being forced to grow and no and it's not going to so let it like, chill I think
2: there's a there's a middle ground there where like they have to invest in it i think they're i think investments getting withdrawn i think that's why stuff like overwatch league wanted outsiders to invest money Because it was going to zero, so why not sync someone else with the cost than the game developer, right? Right, right, right. And maybe it doesn't need the game developer involvement.
1: I think that's what ruined it.
2: Yeah, like, like I think like there has to be an autonomous like there's a game and it's developed and then some sort of autonomous league to to run these things that has a plan to generate revenue right i i don't know how exactly that works but regular sports operate this way you know nba didn't or yeah the nba didn't make ba- basketball I don't even know if they make basketballs. Maybe they. <laughs> yeah. and, and, isn't it like? Oh, uh, it's fading so yeah, hard. Yeah, Bo's fading hard. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hang on. No, don't worry, guys. I got this. Does the NBA make a basketball? What do they do? <laughs> How do they there? start the sport? How, Wait a minute. What? No, isn't it like Wilson that makes the basketball? Well, there's or, a whole you know, bunch like of
0: those. Yes, but but like the balls yeah, themselves. No. Okay, but the NBA. The, the closer comparison would be the NBA, NFL, NHL, whatever big sports organization how much do they have to do with the broadcast fandom side of it like people going to games watching venues and games. talent venues like, talent venues. tv deals all that stuff that's yeah. the part that would be more analogous and i don't know if if uh if it truly is analogous i don't know what the differences are like do they have the, a lot to do the with problem that? Is
2: the, the company's like well we don't want to work on this product anymore it's not profitable well then the league goes away but like since there's no, nobody developing chess or basketball, no one's like, we're going to stop making basketball rules. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, it's like you can make, like, League of Legends, let's say, and be like, we release it to, for you to play however you want. I guess running the servers costs money. So, there's an issue with that part of it. Yeah. Um, but there, if is, there
1: also isn't people every other week going, guys, I know you like basketball, super basketball. Uh, it's going to be way better than basketball. It's yeah, they don't, they don't faster. draw patches. Everybody's going to come here. This is better. And then someone else is going, shut up, super basketball, ultra basketball over here. And that's just basketball. There's like three of those for every single sport. And then you've got other people just sitting there cooking for years going, Oh, I know there's super basketball and ultra basketball, but I'm going to, there's, there's super ball and super ultra ball. And we're going to make it. And we're going to be the e-sport. Like it's a different kind of competition. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. sports are kind of an established thing and uh, they're almost like their own little unique monopolies in a weird sort of way. You know, it's not like there's a bunch of different competing basketball brands uh, that are all trying to get your basketball dollars, but that's how it is in video games. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's not just like, well, there's a shooter esport and there's a Dota style esport, and there's like there's competition within each of these, which all have their own segmented audience, which is already a segmented audience from the people who play it. So I, I think it's always going to have a bit of an identity crisis. And it makes sense why it started to take off was because the people went where they wanted to be. And then all the companies got involved and went, oh, look at all these people here. Let's try and convince all these people to go somewhere else. Yeah, And it has slowly fallen apart and eroded from there because you can try and bring new people in. I'm not trying to say that nobody new ever came into esports, but the people kind of decided that, like, okay, StarCraft is what we watched. Yeah. StarCraft, fighting games, like, people were going where they wanted to be. But then everybody had to make their eSport game. And there was that period of time where everybody was like, this is going to be the hottest thing. like, And it felt like that was the E3 pitch for, like, a couple years. Oh, where yeah. it was like, we're going to do eSports. I mean, what was that game where you were, like, hunting a beast? And oh, then you, one uh, person played as the beast and everybody else played as the hunter. Yeah, like, They came out uh, swinging, like, we're going to be the next biggest esport ever. And just per plunk, nothing happened.
0: Yeah. yeah. And Those are ex I, uh, Left for Dead people, too. It was supposed to be like a big deal. It evolve, I think it was called. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. it. it I played that a bit.
2: And um, yeah, and there was also the Amazon sp- like League of Legends ball. Like, it was like fantasy characters, but they played soccer, kind of. Oh, I
0: forgot that even
2: existed. That was one of their first games, and they're like, it's going to be a big esport. And I don't know. I think they just shuttered it. I don't even
0: think it <laughs> yeah, launched. Didn't even make um, an announcement about shuttering it, I don't think. Yeah,
2: I mean, it's true, but you know, it's.
0: I think part of the problem is this, this is, you know, baseball is hundreds of years old and it will always be around. It's got a permanence to it. So does basketball, so does football, so does soccer, so do all these sports. They have a certain amount of permanence video games change evolve and stuff way too fast. So if you get 10 years out of an esport, you're lucky. And that's like one company who pulls it off and everyone else tries and then fails. I just yeah. don't think it's it's just not an out. They're just not I'm the just same. not
2: seeing a lot of new stuff on the horizon now anymore, you know. There's Stormgate which I don't know if it's going to reach that pinnacle.
0: The previews but. were real good on that, but I, you know, I'm I'm the same. I'm like, well, are they aiming for esports success or or is Stormgate aiming for just hey, here's a really great RTS? I th- I- I
2: think so. Mm. I mean, it's hard to know, but they have the content creators who would be into StarCraft do, you know, react videos and stuff too, but it's too early to tell, I think. Yeah. But I think they are trying to fill the StarCraft void. Yeah.
1: And, I, and I think it's going to go back to being player-driven. Like, we are at a spot where corporate hands, desire for corporate money, a bunch of people getting in on investments and stuff like that, overinflated something beyond what it could sustain bubble has burst it's coming down Oh, i think what's going to happen is it's going to settle there is still going to be a demand for this and people are once again going to flock where they want to watch this content organically whether that is Stormgate or you know going back to old favorites you know who knows but at a certain point people are going to have a demand for it again. Because like Bo, Bo's sad because he wants to watch it. That desire didn't go away just because of bad management. And so I think it could have a resurgence, but I think the lesson that needs to be taken away from this is when everybody jumps in and tries to get a piece of that pie, that pie isn't big enough to sustain the goals that they're going
0: for. Right. You can't have the way real sports works. You can expand, have expansion teams. And so at the point where some states have three or four teams, some cities have two or three or four teams and the rest of the country can get a team. We have an NBA team here. Uh, Colorado's got NFL, uh, NBA and uh, NHL. Like y- your ex- your ability to expand is so much more limited with the game side of it because expansion is how long does that game developer want to support this one game and what day, at what day do you-, you put a flag down and go, well, now we're on to the next one. I guess we just let this squander and die. Like it's effed. It's kind of effed as a model of money making, right? Like it's just not the same. Everyone wants it to be the same because the games themselves, the matches and the commentary are like, woo, full of energy. Everybody's stoked. Listen to that guy do play by play. Yeah, man, this is like sports. But then the long tail is not there. It's just not there, man. Sad, sad day for esports.
2: Yeah. Anyways, I thought it was a note just to. uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you did. It's my favorite sentence you've ever written. No capital letters. uh, A couple of words don't exist in the English language. No, I'm just kidding. It's not that bad. You just been playing. I
2: didn't. Yeah. I I was quite busy. I'm quite tired. I wanted to contribute something to the notes because I've been (laughs) such a slacker
0: the past few weeks. Disagree. You brought more content with your run to 100 than uh, we could have ever dreamed. (laughs) So.
1: Bo's notes usually don't have any capitalization. Just for the record, and it's funny you mentioned it because my wife came in and caught me fixing Bo's notes once. She goes, do you go through and change Bo's notes to have proper capitalization and stuff? And I said, yeah. And she says, has Bo ever commented on it? I said, no.
0: She says, does (laughs) he know
1: you do this? I said, I don't know. It's the first time time hearing about it. it
2: (laughs) That's great. I love it. I didn't realize you did that. Well, you know.
0: I know that some people do it to me all the time because I am always screwing up. Whatever, you're just in there th- writing thoughts. You're not a, you know, we're not supposed to edit in real time, are we? Yeah, are we? Yeah, I, I got over my need. To it's write my thing. Properly. It's it's, a John it's thing.
1: my hang up. It's not a flaw with Bo. It's not a flaw with you. It's a flaw with me. Yeah,
2: it's a John thing. I know how to do it. I just get lazy because I think in, if if I'm writing on the internet, I got to write lazier.
0: Yeah, that's the rule. Nobody's serious about this thing, this internet thing we're doing. All right, we're going to do a mashup. It's going to close us out today, and it's going to be amazing. This is from Jamie. Jamie's been killing it. He uh, said full-throated was the line, and, we, and the contest was, who did it? Well, 58% of you think I did. Uh, 27% say Bo, and 15% say John. I have no idea. I think I voted for Bo. I, I really don't know.
1: I'm going to metagame this and say Scott because I don't think he would do both three weeks in a row. Yeah. Uh, so this is my metagame. I don't think I said it. It sounds like a bow thing, but I don't think he'd do three weeks in a row, Bo. So I'm gonna
0: say it's a Scott. Oh, look at you! This is Scott went full throated. The real, <laughs> the real esport is what John just did. This is amazing. Yeah. All right. It's
1: the metagame. It's the metagame.
0: Well, let's find out uh, as I hit play on this week's full throated mashup. I'm sorry, but I could not find any notable person or public figure named Bo Schwartz in my oh, database. F- you catch <laughs> you can <cheat> see. <laughs> Jack Black dressed up as Bowser and then had a wardrobe malfunction because he showed his wiener by accident. Wait, what? So, baby like that?
1: Bowser confirmed for the movie. Yep. I like the Christmas so event they do on that same map where you yeah. have to murder the wet bandits from Home Alone. <laughs> it's wow. in the Home
2: Alone video game? No, no this home. isn't Hitman. Why am I thinking about Home Alone? He because just they named the criminals after the wet bandits. The wet bandits. What are wet <laughs> bandits? <laughs> Don't wait. Oh my gosh, bro. There's a hairy pile of gonads right there.
0: Right there. Big pile. I think
2: he did it on purpose purpose. or no? I don't know. I hope not. They're all pretending like nothing happened. Well, I don't know if they saw it.
0: They may have been like... How can you not see a (laughs) gonad? Come on now. How can you not see a gonad? He
2: was literally undulating with his hips, pushing them out. In Home Alone, you know Joe
1: Pesci's character and what was the other guy's name?
0: Uh, uh, No, I just left me. Uh,
1: Voice from the Wonder Years.
0: Yeah. Okay. They're called the Wet Bandits. they called
1: themselves the Wet Bandits.
0: Right. Because
2: they would leave the water running in the houses.
0: Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern, sorry.
2: Oh, it's like a movie movie in lore, Okay. I thought it was like a thing, like a wet bandit. <laughs> I find it hard to believe no one spotted the ball sack.
0: So, well, someone did because they blurred it. It's like a you know, movie where you know, <laughs> stuff showed, like that truck is uh, in the Lord of me, the Rings. Excuse me, Jack,
1: we can see the Mushroom Kingdom.
0: <laughs> I always get the name mixed up with that fish guy who does it with the lady. The Shape of Water. Shape of wa- Water? Water Shape. Whatever it is. I don't know. I saw that movie. She did have sex with that She bitch. totally had fish man sex. Uh, moving on, that was a bad way. Sex in the water. Well, it's the only place. Yeah, they
1: fill up a room, yeah. a room in a house, and have sex in the room in the house.
0: Yeah, isn't that like adjacent to shitting in the lake? <laughs> 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 like when do you want to not have sex in the water? <laughs> Look at the butthole these things have. Look at that. It's like a. a oh yeah, they've got holes. I didn't know that. Hey, they got two poop holes. There's one hole above the other one. That's the. I think they're all female, and that's a vajay hole. I've done some anal. I've done <laughs> some <laughs> anal. Yeah, that's
3: where her. you
1: draw
2: the line. You're like, I'll shit in the lake, but you have sex in there. No, but out. this movie won like an Academy Award. Meanwhile, I'm getting raked over the coals every day on Twitter. But but you know, this, <laughs> but but, see, yeah, I sure. There's like a little see, bit you, of jizz. And Leftovers in the water, and now it's all good. Academy Awards. See, for you. you
0: actually shat in a lake. They've never really had sex in a house. Yeah, but that fish pooped in his lake, right? <laughs> like, where else is he going? <laughs> It's a game called Refractory. Oh. Now, I'm sorry, Refactory, not Refractory. That's a different thing. Uh,
1: I was gonna say I can play that game without any mobile. Yeah.
0: Speaking of speedrunners,
1: he's ready. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. well, but this, oh, I only play it about once a day. Yeah. There's oh, an energy mechanic, but you know, sure. it's not in your face about it.
0: Yeah. I hope it's not in my face. Anyway, the point is, Refactory. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are joking about. <laughs> oh, re- have you heard of the Refractory Period, Bo? No idea. Oh, it's a refractory, oh. refractory Period. <laughs> Here's what it is, and it's. Very very technical way the refractory period is the span of time after having an orgasm during in which a person is not sexually responsive so that's it's it. like
2: a concussion for your penis
0: yeah and the la- technically the lady everyone always thinks it's dudes but ladies can have it too they're like okay, okay.
2: it's like a concussion for your penis or your um, your Virginia chorus.
0: yeah oh okay or that
2: I don't think I don't think ladies have a Virginia but <laughs> clitoris <laughs> maybe labia, vulva, one of those things sure. is not
0: there. Okay, those are great. I think I could easily recommend this at 19 like full-throated recommendation. Damn, so it, there they're it there it is. Oh. No. oh. Yeah, my entire throat, not just a little piece of. It. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I reserve my throat. Uh, is
2: that a new ranking system? I give this half a <laughs> recommendation.
0: <laughs> yeah, how much of my throat are you willing to uh take at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the votes were correct. I just thought it was bo I don't know why. I don't know why I thought that.
2: that well, was good one, I mean, though. I know why. Because like, how
0: dirty and filthy am I? Oh my god! I know, right? And we didn't. I don't remember talking about lady in the water, fish in the water thing. I don't yeah, remember. I, that I don't remember that
1: conversation either. Most of
2: it. Most of these I forget. Yeah. I think at first we first started doing. I was remembering, but yeah
0: he's unearthing, I think stuff that's much older. I, I do remember think. you hitting a wall on the wet, the wet bandits. I remember that being,
1: Yeah, it. I do okay. remember that conversation. I don't I forgot remember they were you forgetting like... what refractory period. Right. Was. That was, <laughs> that was an exciting rediscovery for me. <laughs> you had no idea what that I,
2: was. I don't yeah. think I ever heard of a refractory period. Really?
0: That was news to you. Yeah, okay. That was
2: news. I learned that day. You don't have one.
0: You You just keep going. You're ready it's for the co- next one.
2: Well, yeah. I guess I have one. I just, called it i'm tired
1: <laughs> i'm tired
2: i just called it i'm tired I just, need, I just need a few minutes and we'll go again all right <laughs> I need some chinese food <laughs> we'll be good to go yeah
0: you'll be fine Ew, gross all right uh that is gonna do it for today's show but i would remind <laughs> it's you it's all: gross. it's, it's not fun. really gross you know sex is a thing it's real it's a natural thing to do
1: Now we're all here. Uh, Now,
0: yeah. But that's also a great transition for me to tell people that we need your support over at patreon.com slash core show. Like these new people, Fun Bobby, Semsi, Jared Travis, David Tripp, John Kelly. Ooh, I wonder if that's from NYPD Blue. Uh, Seb and Thomas Lambert, all brand new patrons uh, who have uh, signed up this week and uh, decided that this is the show they would like to back. Would you like to back it? Would you like no commercials ever? Art in the mail, pre-show content every week, monthly benefits like monthly host shows, that sort of thing? Well, good news, you can do it. Whose turn is it this month? Is it mine?
1: Uh, uh it, well, John. it was mine, I already did it though.
0: You did yours. But you did That's yeah, my turn. Is it your turn? I can't remember. I,
2: did, I went first, got you
0: in second, I think. So it'll and be Bo's
1: turn in July.
0: Uh, oh, cuz John July. already did June. Yeah. Right. Okay. This is correct what john has said we should write this down somewhere though so we remember the time anyway
2: put in the show notes for now
0: yeah it'll all work out uh anyway so that's the deal these people are are, are here to support us will you be send send your love to us at patreon.com slash core show and we would really appreciate it you can find everything at frogpants.com slash core and a reminder we talk a lot about how core daily goes up every day on youtube uh you can find that at frogpants.tv if you want to watch the video version but if you're looking for an audio feed it's a separate feed and I didn't mush it in with the other one because I don't want to force people to get spammed. If you want it, you know you want it and you go get it. If you don't want it, I don't want to force it on you. So, that separate feed is available on the site frogpants.com/core and should start popping in directories around, you know, Spotify and Apple and all that eventually, but uh, right now you just kind of, you know, manually put it in there. So, if you want the audio version, it's there for you. Videos link there as well. That's frogpants.com/core. Uh, I think that's it. Grandma, take it away with your telling us what we played business, will you please?
1: All right. Well, you probably assumed Diablo 4, so you probably assumed correct because all three of them played that video game. Mostly Bo, though. Scott played Super Mega Baseball 4. He also played ten nineties RPGs, which you know he named like three of them. So the others <laughs> remain a mystery. Uh, but a couple that he wrote down, so I can remember, is Dragon Quest. Looks like two. Think it's eleven. It's eleven. Uh, you yeah. coo- your Roman numerals then are II <laughs> I for eleven. I see. Let me hold on. Let me do a test live. Is it just a 1 and I'm reading it poorly? Or did you write I-I? Nope, that's what a 1 looks like.
0: Yep, if they're both 1s. It's 11. <laughs> uh, I also thought you were talking about 14 earlier. You weren't. You were talking about 16. I hate Roman numerals. All right, continue. So it.
1: just to be clear, the way you do a Roman numeral 11 is I-I. <laughs> no,
2: I, that, that's 2. Oh, shit. You're right. What
0: was I doing?
1: That's what I'm asking, Scott, because it's the funniest thing in the world to me.
0: I don't know what I was thinking. That's supposed to be eleven. <laughs> it must Dragon, have been two. dragon it must Quest have
1: been two. II for Dragon Quest Eleven.
0: Shit! Don't ask me. I don't know. See, if I'd have just done that there, that would have done it, right? You would have. That
1: would have done. done it.
0: Gosh dang it! I hate Roman numerals. He also the played
1: Yakuza like a dragon <laughs> and Cassette Beast. That's the Pokemon one.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: And John, he he installed garlic on something. Go back and listen. It's fun. And he's playing WWE 2K23, and there's a free pay-per-view next week. And he's going to be playing fun. He's, his section was really about things he might do one day. <laughs> and uh, Bo played Diablo 4.
0: Yeah, we yep, we got that one. Uh, all right. That's going to do it for today's hey, show. Wait, what, like yes. our patrons? Yeah, go ahead. We going to say? Did we thank our new patron? Oh, yeah, we did all that. Yeah, yeah. We, did. we
1: did.
2: I'm sorry you I, missed I, I it.
0: Might have, I might have fallen asleep at some point. And <laughs> Look, I don't blame you for any of this, and you will never be judged for it. You played a lot of video games, and you're tired, okay? It's okay. fine if you miss a few things. It really is. Uh, just, you know, now now that uh, – how's work right now? Do you just walk in there and go, hey, Bo, we need those papers. We need the Penske file. And you're like, oh, uh, uh, yeah, I'm just,
2: uh, <laughs> I'm kind of just like hiding. I'm like, I'm busy doing, no one's really,
0: no one's tracking. I've come good. to my
2: desk too much. So okay, good. I'm just like, that's good. I'm like, you know, just close my eyes, not sleeping, just relaxing them. Uh, sounds
0: Checking like email. It actually kind of sounds nice, you know, I'm sure it isn't. But. Yeah sounds
1: nice (laughs) we've got to let Bo go to sleep yeah he's gonna go soon he's gonna
0: fall apart if we don't so we're gonna go now thank you all for listening we'll see you next time for more and check out Core Daily each and every day we'll see you then get more at frogpants.com done